This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Oh, you picked a good day to watch the show today, boys and girls. What is up? Welcome into a roll call Friday for the Bostonian versus the book. Matt Peralt, Dave Sherapin, live on YouTube, live on Twitter. Sports Good Replay. Good evening, good morning, whatever you want to call it for you late night, late owls. Football Friday, Mr. Sherapin. How man, are you, oh, sir? Man, am I, what, I'm tired. I'm exhausted, but that's okay. Because the brigade... Gives you the energy. Ah, oh, man, we do all this stuff all week long. We're content-based people. We're sports book people. We're Vegas people. Girl dads. If life isn't busy enough, you're tired when you go to sleep Thursday night, but you wake up. I wake up with this energy every <laughs> Friday morning. There's music in my life. There's things Ooh, going on. Yeah. I do a bunch of shows. And then I know every Friday at 10 o'clock, I'm going to be right here with the people from the brigade, you, Farah, the crew. Everybody's here today. I don't want to be anywhere else. You know, it's interesting because today is a fun day for me for a variety of reasons. I'll get to my favorite thing about today later on because it's the connection between my sister and my daughter and me. So this, it's fun. But I just love that my favorite thing on Tay-Tay. Are you coming Of course. Oh, 100% on the Taylor. I was up at 2.30 in the morning last night listening to, to Midnight's. Listening to Midnight's at midnight or later than midnight. It's actually a good idea. But <laughs> the Taylor Swift betting trends, which now everyone is sending me, oh, I what? am in love with. What? <laughs> Texas, Baltimore, Alabama are all bet on this weekend. They all have Texas. massive betting trends on the week that Taylor Swift drops an album. Their very next day, the very next game, Texas is eight and one ATS. Alabama's consensus score against Mississippi State. This is the fourth time that Taylor Swift albums come out the same week as Mississippi State, Alabama. Bama's won the game by a consensus of 34 to seven. They've killed them in the three times and the Ravens are seven and two straight up in the game right after a Taylor Swift album comes out. So any more trends, keep sending me the Taylor Swift trends. I love it. It's awesome. This is, this is, this is now listen, I've been in a book for decades and doing a content nonstop now around the clock for a few years. I ain't never heard that shit before. <laughs> I, I never this. heard that before. <laughs> this is they're all sending me. They're all sending me the Taylor Swift betting trends. I'm like, this is the content I'm here for today. Are <laughs> Taylor Swift betting trends? Give it. Give the. Give them all to me right now. I want to see them all. I'm betting them all. I am in. Let's go. All right. If anybody else uses these Taylor Swift <laughs> trends, can you please credit them to at Sports Talk Matt? Please. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not. Oh, just to be fair. Oh. I'm just aggregating them. They're all being sent. Oh, to oh, me. okay, okay, that's fine. All right, I'm all not right. the one. Per, I'm not the one finding them. Everybody is sending me them. So I've been gotcha. sent three okay. so far, and I keep on telling people whatever Taylor Swift betting trend you have, 
I want it at Sports Talk, Matt. Give it to me. We got three so far. Go. <laughs> I love it. Akbar just said, I mean, WTF does it have to do with the games? Well, yeah, it does. I mean, people bet nonsense shit all the time. Why not bet on Taylor Swift? <laughs> Why not? That's I mean, you, you guys going to tell me that there's some logic behind us looking at the numbers and trying to predict, project what's going to happen? No. <laughs> it took 10 months. But he finally <laughs> arrived. This gets a welcome to the show. Nobody knows shit. Oh right. my God, Boston. So why not? Look, I this mean, is outstanding. Taylor Swift trends are as good as any. Yes, a hundred percent. They're as good as and any they other sound trend. Better. They're more fun, I think. How's, so, how's yes. the album? Is the album good? Twenty songs. Um, too many. No. It's too many. No. 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 It's. Give me 40. I don't care. I, I I love albums. Like it's a beautiful thing about the fact that when we had tapes, remember we had tapes that so you were limited by which side oh. you had six songs in each, each time. Then you had, well, first you had albums. Oh. So with albums, you were, you were limited to 44 minutes of total or 48 minutes. Sorry. Of total sound, 24 minutes aside of an album was the length you could make an album. So then you had the double album. We had two albums. This is, come out. This is professor Peralt's audio lesson. People. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I let's dive into this. This should I Go love. Ahead, okay. This is so this tapes is. came out in tapes. I believe the long as a tape can be is 56 minutes. I think I'm right about that. I might be wrong. I'm sorry. If I'm wrong. I apologize. I think it's 26 minutes aside. Minutes. I think it's 26 minutes aside on a tape. Oh, that explains why I always had to go to side B. Yeah, so we flip it around. Right. So then yeah. MP3s come and there's no understand. limit. So like, give me everything. Give me as many songs as you want to produce. Give me them all. I'm in love with it. Um, if you like Taylor Swift's early stuff, you may not like this album. If you liked Lover and you are Folklore and Everlore are her two best albums, in my opinion, because I'm an adult. So that's the adult version of Taylor. But I love when she's dropping F-bombs like crazy. It's phenomenal. Like so many songs, so many songs she's swearing and cursing. And I'm like, I am here for adult Taylor Swift. Like right, give so me the adult version. Listen, for those of you that may be joining us for the first time today, this is what we do every single day, okay? And well, today's Roll Call Friday. I, yeah, you, you'll understand the Taylor. If you don't know that, you'd be like, what the fuck is if Matt talking don't. about Taylor Swift for? There's a whole story I will explain to you about this, why. Right, it's coming. Yeah, yes. I'll tell you later. It's coming. So. It's coming. Tell, he'll tell you later. But um, Roll Call Friday is very fun because if you get in live on the YouTube channel, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. We're building this thing, and there's a lot of interaction. So Roll Call Friday, everybody comes in and you know throughout the show, try to drop some names in there here and there, and around 11.15-ish, we're just going to run them as much as we can. I'm trying to write them down, not shake the shot and all this other shit. But Rob Latva <laughs> just came in. It said, yesterday, the show derailed less than five minutes in. Today, less than <laughs> like two minutes. I'm so damn proud of you boys with three big ass smiling emojis. That's what we do here. Thank you, Latva. Uh, Welcome to the show. The brigade is here and accounted for, sir. Bromelkamp just tweeted Taylor Swift related betting trends. Matt Perrault coming over the top rope today. <laughs> Welcome, Bravo Camp. Taylor Swift betting trends. Yes, that's what we're here for. Absolutely. All right. Run CMC's got a new address. It's an old address, but it's a new address. He's going back home to where he played college ball. How about that? Lot of draft picks given up. But Dave, I'll say this again. Draft picks mean nothing. One with the Niners hat. I had to go. Look at that. A little bit. Yeah, we got a little bit tight. I mean. I don't Watch think the ticket to the Super Bowl, right? This is it. I don't, well, look, I don't know if that's the case, but I, people were saying like Whoa. they gave up so much. The only reason why I would say they gave up so much is because he can't stay healthy. But from a player perspective, if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, hell yeah, 
Give me McCaffrey. You can have 20 draft picks. I don't care. I want a proven NFL player. I want a proven athlete who I know what I can use with my current roster on my current team to figure out whether I can win right now. I am a professional win right now person. So this is true. You are a right now person. I, I, I am not worried about five years, 10 years down the I'm not worried about looking back on a trade and going, you know, you need five years to really know who won a trade. No, if this trade wins a Super Bowl this year or next year for the 49ers, they win the trade. That's it. No questions asked. Done deal. Even if they make the Super Bowl, I would say it's a done deal. Win the NFC is a success. Yeah, they lost Trey Lance. They lost their top five draft pick for the right. season. They yeah. got Jimmy Garoppolo, who they wanted to get rid of. They had to extend him. Yeah. They didn't think they were going to play him. Uh-uh. So you bring in on the left side, Christian McCaffrey. On the right side, Debo Samuel. Good luck stopping them now when it comes to a running attack with Kyle Shanahan. Right side, strong side, left side, strong side. I mean, we got weapons now, and we got a coach that likes to use them. Mm. He coaches to his personnel. This is a good thing for San Francisco. They got a defense. They're nasty as hell. I mean, you know, we talk about this all the time. Like, what would you do in a risk room? Well, you got to lower the odds. You got people are betting it. I mean, I think you this might be a, a you know an air move, which for people not in the business, that means you move without taking a bet. I don't recommend doing that. Never did. A lot of guys that I work for said, take a bet, move a number. Take a bet, move a number. That's what you're supposed to do. But I mean, you know, gambling, social media, San Francisco fans, like this is exciting. But does it affect the line this week? No, it didn't move. Two and a half, two and a half. Didn't, right? didn't move before. It didn't after even move the futures. Didn't. Like but it may have moved the division odds. That's it. It did. But Shanahan said this morning that he doesn't know if McCaffrey plays on Sunday. So I don't I know if he plays either. Would you play him? I'd play him for a couple of snaps. Yeah. I'd play him. What's I'd dress him. I don't want to show nobody nothing except him in that uniform on the sideline going, this is what's coming for you guys the rest of the season. Yeah, but I mean, you could run a squeeze, uh, you know, a screen pass to him. You could do something small and just get Install a, a CMC package. Yeah, real fast. I mean, it's not yeah. that hard. To, I mean, he's a pro athlete. He understands the offenses. It's, you know, you just tell him what to do. Hey, go out to the right six yards, turn around. I'm going to smack you with over the, you know, with the, with the screen pass and you go. I mean, I, I would play him oh. because you traded him, but that's just my personal take if you don't play him i get it why you wouldn't play him and it's why i mean the number indicates he's not going to play much if at all on sunday against against the chiefs so i don't know about you but i was the master um when i was playing quarterback in on the street and on at the park of drawn up plays i got a couple guys that i played football with um at college my fraternity brothers are here at the chat today uh, one of the best quarterbacks I ever saw in person, Chris Goodman. Uh, Goody, welcome to the show, sir. He's been watching the clips and he's been, you know, said, you know, how do I find the show? I said, you know, go search Bostonian versus the book on YouTube. You'll find it all over the place. But Goody, PJ, Trav, welcome to the show, boys. Theta Pledge class. Ooh. FML, baby. <laughs> FM or no, VML, VML. That's okay. that's a little code, little inside handshake. So <laughs> you guys, you guys are talking about Taylor Swift and your fraternity. I feel like I've been back in college, bro. <laughs> little bit, little bit. I just want to get a little bit of that here. I mean, we talked no, about UMass and P. Wrote yesterday. He Taylor wasn't Frank a, yeah, Taylor wasn't around when I was in college, unfortunately no. for me. So did Frank Martin respond? By the way, to you? no, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully, he does. I'm going to back channel it. I did it front facing, outward reach, and now I'll do a back channel to UMass and say, hey, can we get can we get Coach on? We're a gambling show. They might get a little bit queasy by it, but we'll see. 
you know, we're a sports be, show that talks about gambling. Correct. I mean, I, I want to talk to Frank Martin. I 100%. love that guy. I got a coach. My school's got a coach. I love it. College basketball. <laughs> I told you, we'll, we'll leave in college, college basketball. College basketball is not this week. Relax. We'll Soon. Get to Coming. Um, Lauren, you say her last name because I want to kill it. Jabara. Jabara. Okay, good. So Jabara. I was going to say it right. Valley Sports coming on 10 minutes. It feels she like we're going to talk about everything with her. A bundle of energy. She is amazing. I got to work with her when I went to shoot that uh, show for the Pirates, the in-game show. She was, she's a host uh, on PicksWise. She's on the sidelines at a Hawks game. She does the Braves pregame. And she's a Michigan grad. Um, I was going to have her last week, but she was busy. And I'm now I got to hear her tell me about how Michigan kick Penn State's ass because I really thought they were going to cover. And she told me they're not going to cover. She was right. I was wrong. Yeah, I think a lot of us saw that game wrong. <laughs> Damn it. Thinking that Penn State was going to stick around. So she's White out week up. this week, boys. White out week this week. We'll get to that later. I know. Sorry. We'll get to that. Her, Lauren uh, Jabara coming on here in about mm, five minutes. So stick around for that. It's going to be a fun conversation with her. So here's a question. And Doug Franz from Props Arizona brought this up last night on Twitter. And I want to pose it to you, Dave, because I think it's a really interesting take. So the offense for the Arizona Cardinals with and without DeAndre Hopkins looks completely different. Like a right? different team, people. Different team, right? Isn't that, and this is Doug's point, isn't that an indictment on Cliff Kingsbury that one player, that he's not a good enough coach to be able to coach around the fact that one player changes everything? Uh, are you nuts? How's Green Bay doing without, uh, without Devontae? I mean, you, you think the whole problem with Green Bay is Devontae Adams? The whole problem with Green Bay, their defense can't stop anybody. The Green Bay's offense stop. is miserable. It, it's miserable, but I still one think... One guy's if, gone. Yeah, but I mean, more than that, their offensive line's banged up. They lost MBS as well as losing. They lost multiple yeah. receivers off the offense. Yeah. So Green Bay's not just one player. They have multiple that are gone from last year. I just think it's an interesting point because, I mean, the Cardinals with DeAndre Hopkins look like the Cardinals from last year in September. In October, when they were oh. opening up six and one ATS. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of teams that one guy is that guy. Like, I don't think it's an indictment on on him exactly. I mean, it hurts when you lose your best guy. Any team that loses their best guy and can just not miss a beat, yeah, that'd be right. awesome. But he's that big of an impact player, and obviously him and Kyler got something working where they're that much better with him. So I, I I don't know if it's a, if it's an indictment. I mean, Doug likes to go after some of these guys down in Phoenix, like Doug, relax people. Like, I don't know. I, I think he's right. I do. I think, I mean, you look, like to argue that's fine too, but well, remember that Doug and I were trained by the same person. So you have to right. <laughs> we both come at the fight. world. <laughs> we come at the world from the same angle, but it, I, I do think it's an interesting point. I, I, I think it's, it's one that I would subscribe to that like Cliff Kingsbury, he, you know, when you have, and look, every coach, I guess you can make this case that coaches need players and coaches coach. If you don't have good players, you can't win football games without good players. And DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best receivers, top three, four in the game. You add him on the offense. All of a sudden, Kyler Murray plays much better. But Murray was on the sidelines barking at, at Cliff Kingsbury last night. He was. Like, I want yeah. that though. You do. I Ooh. want that barking. Like that's working. 
Okay. Like everybody's working. We're, we're, we're not messing around anymore. We're doing this thing for real now. So let's get it together. We got to win this game. We got it. The timeouts can't be messed up anymore. Done with that bullshit. I like it. I, that shows me a little passion, a little bit of heat. And then everybody asks me after the game, oh, are you all right with this yelling? We won the game. I'm all right with the yelling. If we win the game, I'm okay with it. Andy Dalton now is 0-12 in primetime starts. Damn, what a bad stat. <laughs> Did you see the video that I posted? Fantastic. How <laughs> That guy looked like he had springs. He shot <laughs> out of a cannon. The camera was looking, and he was all bummed out. I mean, that's like the greatest thing. camera angle. Amazon needs to just like, someone tweeted at me and said, Amazon's going to have that when you walk into the Amazon headquarters. That's going to be the thing on the loop that you watch on the screen when you hit the hit the, the lobby. It's just Andy Dalton's head down and the, and the player flying into the end zone with a pick six. Look at the people in the chat. RS, welcome to the show. Jimmy Jack, they're talking hey. about Lauren, former Avs reporter. The hype is real. The Hawks, the, they're going crazy. They can't wait to see her. This is outstanding. Well, she's, she's in the green room. So. To the show. <laughs> she's in the green room. So we'll get her here in just one second up on the show wait. once Matt tells us we're clear. But don't do a roll call Friday yet. You can't jump the gun. I told you I'd drip and drop some Dude, names here. Everyone's like getting all, name. you know, that, that they want. They're all waiting for their name to be yelled out here. This is, this is all, right, all what, what they wait right. on. You know, you gotta, right, gotta, right. we said 11-15, right? It's yeah, that's what, we, that's what we do, the whole roll call list that we got. I'm trying to do the show and drop some <laughs> names. And the people, they're talking about my brother Dan is in the chat. PJ's oh. trying to get him to move back to Pittsburgh. Everybody's in trying the chat? to get us to move back to Pittsburgh. Brother Dan's in there. Yeah, Sonic's in there. Everybody's talking about where they're living in Pennsylvania. People, come out to Vegas. We're going to have a big get-together for the brigade. Come out to Vegas. We got we got places to stay, people to see. You got a lot of things to do here. All right. Without further ado, let's bring on Lauren Jabari. Coming on for her first appearance on BVB, you and Dave. Well, this is my introduction. Lauren, Matt, and Dave, uh, great to see you. I know you know this character quite well. You guys done some media together. How are you on a Friday? <laughs> Hey guys, first of all, thanks for having me on. I'm doing well, excited, getting ready for game two of the Atlanta season. They take on the Orlando Magic tonight, but it's Friday, guys. <laughs> we have the weekend. We have week seven NFL, week eight college football, baseball postseason, basketball starting, hockey starting. If this day and this fall isn't a holiday, I don't know what is. It's like my favorite time of the year. Oh, it's the best. Lauren, it's great to see you. I told you in the text, I couldn't wait to have you on. I know. Tell the people a little bit about what you're doing on an everyday basis, because I mean, we got to meet through baseball and, you know, your work with the Braves and stuff. So I should a little bit of ode to you here with the chat, (laughs) but you know, you got a pass with the, with the Avs and hockey and now this basketball with the Hawks. What's going on with you right now? With yeah, all this first stuff of all, doing? Dave, hi. Miss ya. Good to yeah. see you, like, virtually. We all got to get together soon sometime. But yeah, yeah, I spent the last three years in Colorado covering the Avalanche, and then I leave just at the right time, the season before they end up going to win the Stanley Cup, to come here to Atlanta and cover the Atlanta Hawks. But, you know, it's okay. Um, I was really excited for them. It was awesome covering that team. They deserved it so much. They worked so hard, and it was cool because I got there, like, one season after their 48 point season where they were still building they were getting there my first game with the team was actually Kale McCarr's first game with that team Um, so that was really cool to see the progression of them 
with him and be able to cover him in his rookie year, et cetera, over the years. Now I'm with the Atlanta Hawks. I'm here in my second season. I also did the Atlanta Braves this summer. Um, yeah. I moved here to Atlanta last October, like right before the season starts. Yes, let's go. Right. Trying to keep it Thank for you. you. We're rocking out all the hats today. Like yeah. I need to dip into my hat collection over there, but I have to get up and actually go like climb on a step stool <laughs> to get up there. But yeah, the Hawks are going to be an exciting team this season too. And obviously the Bra- the Phillies are like, who are the Phillies right now? Like what is going on in Philadelphia? They, well, we'll get they to that are, in a second. We'll get to that I mean, in a second. What is going yeah. on out there? But um, yeah, a lot of exciting things going on. Got have had an opportunity to cover a lot of really cool sports and then also host a sports gambling show every day. Why not add another thing into the bucket? Of course. Slides. Um, it's a daily show called Let's Bet It every morning at 10 a.m. So yeah, it's great. Be, uh, before Matt <laughs> asks you a question, we just got to get this out of the way because I don't want this to come up later. Let's do it. Michigan kicked Penn State's ass, okay? I was going to have you on to talk about it last week, and I'm kind of glad I didn't. And I just want to clear the air right now. All right, Michigan won. Hail, hail, all that stuff. (laughs) Hail, hail. I honestly wasn't going to rub it in because also my co-host of my show, Jared Smith, also went to Penn State. He's a big Penn State guy. So we did a swag bet. And I even, I was like, Jared, like, let, we can even double the spread if you want. Like, I'm oh. feeling confident in my Michigan Wolverines. Like, let's go. They're looking good this season. Again, they haven't, like, played too many teams with pulses up to this point. I know Penn State has somewhat of a pulse, but it's definitely a slower heart rate. Um, I'm just looking forward to the the game after Thanksgiving against Ohio State and C.J. Stroud. That's going to be that's going to be the real test. Sorry, Dave. I'm sorry. I just, I feel like I just complete slander, right but out. go ahead, Matt, ask her a question. Now we got Let that the record the show that's that fun. I'm not the one that dunked on Dave's team this time. So this is beautiful. Normally <laughs> Lauren, that's me. That's my role to dunk on Dave's team because of Steelers and what's going on with Penn state and everything else. So let the record be shown. That was not oh. me doing that this time. <laughs> what's the mood in Atlanta though? Cause you're talking about the Phillies and you're watching this team and they're in the NLCS. Is it, Padres, the whole city just is pulling for the Padres or are there some that are like, okay, it's our division. We're okay with the Phillies if they go to the World Series. To be honest with you, I think as long as it's not the Mets, like they're rooting for anybody, you know, it's the Mets. And the fact that they were able to play them that last series basically like took advantage of them wronged them in all the right ways, I guess. Um, Atlanta showed that they were the better team at that point. You have to heat up at the end of the season. Then we obviously saw what the Mets happened in that wild card um, play in series. But yeah, yeah, I I think at this point, the people of Atlanta are split and are kind of like turning the page onto next season already. I don't think they're obviously all watching the game, but I don't think anyone's has like a strong fandom for the Padres at this point. The Phillies deserved it. They earned it. And now they haven't lost a home game yet. This entire postseason, now they have three straight at home. They could clinch at home. It's just crazy, but I don't think they will. I honestly think the Padres are going to win tonight, but again, we'll see. 50-50 once that first pitch happens. Right. Um, All right, before we get like to the Hawks and the NBA stuff, I mean, you are Mm -hmm. in the ATL, and there's one team in the NFL that's undefeated against the spread. 6-0, the Atlanta Falcons – and they're six and a half point dogs this week to the Bengals. One, are the really Falcons fans? Because you know, you live there now. So I mean, you you'll know. But two, how can this line be this? Does this make any sense to you? It to be honest with you, it does just because of the injuries to to like Cordell and, and all of those guys. Like you see some of the injuries that the Falcons are dealing with right now, and I think that that makes sense. Also, 
they're not like as good of a team as, as they've shown. I don't think, I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know how to read half of these teams in the NFL so far. Like at the beginning of the season, if you would have given me $50,000 to be like, yeah, after six weeks, the Falcons are going to be tied for the top of the division with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'd been like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll take that $50,000. Like I would have lost it at this point. It's just crazy to see. And now where the bucks are, they're in turmoil, you know, after going, well, going up to Pittsburgh and, and doing what they did. Tom Brady missing Friday, missing Saturday morning for Robert Kraft's wedding. But Bill Belichick, obviously, NFL is his number one love, and it's always going to be. I feel like Tampa Bay has some things to figure out right now in that division. But Atlanta, the most profitable team in the NFL, I will say there are Falcons fans here. And I'm from Detroit. I'm a Lions fan. Yes, there are Lions fans, too, even though we've sucked for the last however many years, 30 years. But in Atlanta, it's like Georgia football's number one. Oh. And the Atlanta Falcons are number two tied oh. with the Atlanta Braves. It really is crazy to see how many Falcons fans there are here, um, despite the team not being very good over the last couple of years. But three and three, man. Like, I am, I'm excited. I honestly want to take them getting the points this week against the Cincinnati Bengals. But again, it scares me because I feel like we haven't necessarily seen Joe Burrow play up to what he's expected to play up to. He hasn't really put together four great quarters the entire season. And maybe that's due to the appendectomy. It's like taking him a little while to get back into shape. I know that takes a while. Let, oh my gosh. Wait, hold on. Do you oh. have Joe Burrow glasses? My glasses do, aren't do you, in here. I do, do you, but oh, I thought uh, they were in my drawer. Go ahead. They're not. I can put on these ones though. These ones. Okay. Still. What do you got? These you are got glasses. Oh, oh, yes. oh, these are a little yes. aggressive. They're from Amazon. <laughs> They're wow. Those are phenomenal. Damn. So wait, so I spent time in the South and, and I spent time in Atlanta. So yeah. If I walk around Atlanta right now, like if, if I'm in Buckhead and I'm walking around, do I see more Falcons hats or I see more Georgia Bulldog hats? So I would say more Georgia Bulldog shirts, more oh. Falcon hats. Ooh. Yeah. I feel like there's not like very many Georgia hat wearers around here, at least not from what I've seen. But good shout out to Buckhead. Look at you. You know the area. He's <laughs> yeah. been here, guys. Yeah. You've been here before. <laughs> yeah, I lived in Huntsville covering the SEC. So I, I I went around for five years covering every team in the SEC, every Alabama game on the road and at home. So been a lot of time in Atlanta. It's it's it's, it's yeah. a fun town. It's great. I actually um went to Athens for the first time last weekend when Georgia played Vanderbilt. And obviously we knew it was gonna be a big win, but it was my first SEC game. Let me tell you, it lived up to the hype. Those fans are wild. They're wild, and it was against a crappy team like Vanderbilt. It was homecoming, which is compare super fun. It, I just bought nosebleed seats. It was great. Compare it, Lauren, to the Big House and the Big Ten Ugh. games. I mean, is it comparable to the Big House? I comparable. know you've been to the Big comparable. House. Comparable. Hold on here, Matt. So, comparable. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Here's whoa. the thing. Talk. Here's the thing. Is I feel like I didn't go to like a true SEC game because they were playing Vanderbilt, who's in the right. SEC, just to collect the cash, right? Yeah. So obviously, I've seen really big games at the Big House. One of them being the first ever under the lights game. My freshman year, Notre Dame was in town playing Michigan. They came back in like the last two minutes of the game and ended up winning that game. That oh. was my fr- my first like one of the first games I've ever went to at the Big House. My freshman year of college, which was crazy. Um, so I've seen some really good games at the Big House. The atmosphere. In Athens was not the same in that game on Saturday as it was in the Big House before. Right. But again, I feel like I can't judge that because I haven't never I've never seen you know an Alabama game there. I wasn't there the week before for the Auburn game, which I feel okay. like is always a really big matchup. So I don't know. I don't know. Alabama I, Georgia 
in Atlanta coming up in a couple of weeks, you'll you'll get the full taste of. We should go. Yeah, we'll get. I'll, I'll get you get the full taste of what, town, what it's like oh, the SEC championship town, game. That'd be sick. Yeah, yeah, you'll and get I know that. Tennessee's in town. <laughs> Tennessee's in town in a couple weeks too. Um, I think two weeks from now, maybe. Yeah, correct. Playing November here 5th. in Athens, so that's going to be. That's, that's the game be, of the year I, in the I still SEC. Have a futures bet. I know I have a futures bet on Hendon Hooker to win the to win the Heisman at sixty to one. I got it at the beginning of the season, and and so I'm like holding that ticket. I'm gripping it. I'm like, oh, one win down. He needs to win against Georgia to be able to win it. But if he does, guys, I don't know. Like he ain't winning it. Hendon Hooker, if he, you never know. You never know. Tennessee, um, do beat you think Georgia? Hendon Hooker, if they do beat Georgia, can beat CJ Stroud out for the Heisman Trophy? That's that's the fight. Yeah, if they win, Dave, I agree with her. If 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 Lauren's right, if they win at Georgia, which no one's given them a chance to do, they win at beating beating Bama in Knoxville is one thing. Beating Georgia in Georgia, mm-hmm. yeah, I think Hooker wins the Heisman. I mean, well, after Ohio State beats Michigan, isn't at home going to win a Heisman? <laughs> at home, it's at home. That's true. Well, but I mean, I isn't that we know that's going to happen, right, Lauren? Yeah, I also placed a horrible bet on J.J. McCarthy at 100 to 1 odds to win the Heisman. And for like two weeks, it looked pretty good. And then he played a team with a pulse and didn't look very good. I was like, played damn, I should have picked Blake Corum instead and placed my futures bet on Blake Corum. I'm like, ah, oh, pick the wrong Wolverine. Oh, <laughs> that kid's playing right now. You hate he's, to see it. He's he really playing well. <laughs> All right, so, so compare your job with the Hawks to the Braves. Like how much different is it? One indoor outdoors, obviously different sports, but yeah. for you on a day-to-day basis, how different is it baseball to basketball? Yeah. So baseball, I am, I am more of a fill in for them. So I host maybe 30 to 35 pre and post game shows for the Atlanta Braves up at the battery, which is really cool. The difference is for the Braves, obviously it's an amazing crowd. So cool. One of the series that I worked, it was against, I think, the Mets. 106 degrees Ooh, that's and hot. humidity outside. And our Ooh. pregame show is outside the batter, is outside Truist Park, right in the center of the battery. Oh. I was sweating bullets. <laughs> I had, like, fans blasting. My hair was blowing like Beyonce. And I was still sweating. And I'm like, how do you expect me to look okay? I looked like I was, like, literally on there. I'm like, welcome no. to the Braves taking on the Mets, the most important series so far for the top of the NFL. At least Braves a half game back, and meanwhile, I look nervous because I'm soaked. I'm like, oh my god, this is brutal. But it was it's so much fun to work Braves games. I do love the AC of an NBA oh, arena. Yeah. I will say, and with the Hawks, I work every single game, so I'm traveling with the team. I'm on the road. I do their sideline reporting. I'm really like up close and personal with them, so it's cool because I get to learn their stories. Um, and kind of be like that vessel between the players and the fans and the fans and the players, which is my favorite part of the, of the job too. So like how today, much work do you um, got to put into getting dressed for that show though? Because I saw the outfit the other day on the Twitter feed at Lauren Jabbar. And I mean, the shoes, the, the white suit, like you walked in there like this. I was like, man, is she looking good? What was that? I know. <laughs> I was like, dang. So I wore an all white and immediately when I walked in everyone's like oh like you copying LeBron James and I'm like just because he played a day before I bought this outfit a month ago (laughs) I'm like LeBron no absolutely not so I tweeted out a poll I said who did it better LBJ LeBron James or LJB Lauren Jabara and I won the votes but again there you go hell yeah you did there you go I voted for you (laughs) thank you I appreciate appreciate that Dave no but honestly it's 
it's so much fun. And uh, I just, I love basketball. I'm really glad that it's back. I'm really excited about this Atlanta Hawks team. DeJounte Murray is like an absolute beast out there. I mean, his stat line was wild. Like he played 38 minutes. He had what? 20 points, 11 assists, Trey Young had 13 assists, and he had five steals and a block. And I said, you know, how do you bring the defensive intensity to this team? You had five steals, you had a block. He goes, yeah, I'd rate my performance tonight six out of 10. I'm like, if a stat line of 20 points, 11 assists, five rebounds, five steals and a block is six out of 10, what is 10 out of 10? Like this guy just has a really good head on his shoulders and he's a really good addition to this Atlanta Hawks backcourt for sure. So um, when ahead, you look, what is your expectation for Trey Young this year? I mean, what, when you see this team, they're a little under the radar. Last two years, I bet they're over on win totals, and it burned me. So I'm not <laughs> going back. I'm not. I'm not bet going the back. Over. <laughs> third time's the charm, my friend. Come on, you can't. If you if you did it two years in a row, you got to at least do the third year. Yeah, I'm, I, I, you fool me. Well, you know, Lucy pulled the football one too many times on me, and I went <laughs> end up on my back twice with it. So I'm a little bit gun shy with this team. But yeah. what is your outlook for this team? Because people, I feel like the last two years there was so much hype for the Hawks, what they might do, and then things obviously didn't go as well as they wanted. So there's less talk now about them. But are they kind of under the radar? And is that a good thing for this team? I think with the addition of DeJounte, they're not as much under the radar as maybe they would have been heading into the season without a guy like that. It is kind of a new look Hawks team. Like four of the five guys were starters last year. A lot of them going into the season injured though. Like the thing about the Hawks team this season is the only guy that's on the injury report list is well, I always call him Bogey. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah. Um, But I always call him Bogey. I was like, Thing both at the same time so <laughs> i do that all the time don't worry about it. i know she's the worst. <laughs> I kill names. Um, we're the worst knee surgery. <laughs> <laughs> we kill last names we're yeah, the worst show surgery. ever last names <laughs> the worst oh the horrible honestly just call me lj like i feel like i'm just calling people like dave i'll just call you ds like, right why not? Yeah. do it all the <laughs> right? time it's easier just absolutely like, yeah. yeah initials you love to see it um but the whole team's healthy heading into this season. Last year, like Anyeka Kongwu got that name right, Big O. Um, Showing he off there. playing until like December. Thank you. Uh, a bunch of guys. I think like six guys didn't participate in preseason. This year, everyone was able to participate, get their legs underneath them, get their lungs underneath them, to build that chemistry with all these new faces that we see. The East got so much better, though. That's oh. the thing that scares me a little bit. Like you look oh. at the Milwaukee Bucks last night against the Philadelphia 76ers. That was a really, really fun game to watch. Um, Honestly, in my opinion, a little bit more fun than the Thursday night football game. I was like flipping back and Thank forth you. between the two of them. Yes. Well, at least we had touchdowns yesterday in the Thursday. We did over game. Like, easy think, done. Yeah. Yeah. I, bet, let's go. Bet the over. Don't baby. bury the bet lead the though, Lauren. The Sixers stink. Make sure you tell Dave the Sixers stink. Yeah. Hold on. That's <laughs> my turn to ask you a question. They stink. You're the Hawks reporter. You're <laughs> dialed into all the basketball in the Eastern Conference yeah. and all this other stuff. The show's called Bostonia versus the book. I mean, who knew that we were going to start this show and all these Boston sports would get good? Like, I mean, mean? at least the we, Red we Sox good, went whoa, whoa, down. Whoa, we were good before the show even came I know. Existence. We talking we. about that. Yes, I love we, he, we. Oh, he's all <laughs> yeah. about the we when they're good. He's yeah. all about the no. We me and Dave and we. Me, me and Dave are the we. We right. knew. Yeah. Well, we knew. <laughs> but, but you're not a Patriots fan because you're wearing a 49ers. No, no. See, the show, the 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 show is Dave starts this trend and Dave wears five or six hats every day. Every show. Okay. I wear a different hat every day to represent the biggest story of the day. 
So Christian McCaffrey going Christian to the 49ers. This right. is this is why Love I'm it. wearing the die. Like I I've got I, I've got Patriots stuff like Oh, you've got Oh, that's yeah. the nastiest hat. Quit Love showing it. that hat. I mean, what, what? This, is, really this is my boxing hat. I kind of I like that hat to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Don't not the Patriots. On Lauren. Please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's focus I'm sorry. Are the Celtics winning the Eastern Conference in the basketball? Please say no. I don't know. Like you look at their backcourt and what they do too. Like I think, well, I don't, I, I don't remember the exact stat lines. They put up like 24 and 25 points the first night. Like they're a really, really good team. They're solid. They have depth. Their second unit is phenomenal. And the thing that I love about them, defense wins championships is what they say. They're a really good defensive team. They shut other teams down. They make it really, really oh, tough true. for teams to score. They keep them in front, make them shoot over the top. Um, and they're really good at rebounding. So that's the thing that worries me a little bit about them. The Milwaukee Bucks are up there. I think the Hawks are up there this season. Ooh. The Nets, who even knows what's happening up there in Brooklyn? Forget them. Philly, I don't forget about it. Yeah. Um, Philly, I don't know what's happening there either. James Harden, like maybe should pass the ball a few more times. I don't know. Um, <laughs> dribbles a lot. <laughs> dribbles all the he time. Is Boston a hard? Or is is it a fun place to go? Like when you go to cover the team, is is, is, is yeah. Boston? Oh, it is. It, I love Boston. So I was actually just up there a couple of weeks ago. I covered the Boston College game. Can't, I think they played UConn that week. It was like one of their two wins that they have so far this season. <laughs> yeah, they should um, beat them. <laughs> but it was fun. I went out with some friends. We got some drinks. It was great. I love okay. Boston. It's a great city. Great yeah. town. Great we town. hate, I hate you. I'm a UMass graduate. So you can't hate, we, 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 okay. we have no hates everything that. about Connecticut. All Connecticut, the yeah. state of Connecticut state. can just go away. <laughs> it it, it needs to be broken in half down. and taken down. New York gets half, Mass gets it's half and, and, and they go away. Connecticut makes no sense. <laughs> it's, it's a bad thing. My last question for you is this. Do, do the yeah. Lions have any shot this weekend? <laughs> They're seven point dogs. Can the Lions win this game outright? Because the Patriots shut your team out 29, nothing. You're off a bye. You haven't scored in three weeks. I Do know. you guys win? <laughs> they haven't scored. They're at least going to score a touchdown. Can I say that? Okay. I don't That's know. fine. To Team honest, total over. The one thing. Yeah. The one thing I love about my lions right now is how hard they're playing. I really do feel like Dan Campbell has gotten this team pumped up. I think maybe they did hard knocks for the team a season too early. I feel like they need a few more pieces, you know, and I feel like everyone is kind of on the lions train now because of hard knocks, but you're going up against a team like the Cowboys, like Micah Parsons is that dude. He's that freaking dude. Their defense, and I went on a rant about this the other day. Their defense is so good. Like, I have not seen that good of a D-line in probably 20 years since I was, mm -hmm. what, like 10 years old. Right. I feel like teams are going in to play against the Cowboys, and they're scared to go up against their D-line. They're scared to go up against their defense. And now Dak Prescott's going to be back. Um, who knows how he's going to be? Obviously it usually takes, you know, a game to kind of get back into actual game shape. Um, Cooper rush was a good placeholder for the time. He did a good job pushing the offense forward. I don't know if the lions are going to win. I do bet them a unit every week on their money line, just in case they do. But I don't encourage other people to do that. See, I just yeah. do because I'm an actor. Hold on, Dave. We have to teach the John Anik School of Betting. Yeah. We have to, we have to do this. Okay. So John Anik is the voice of the UFC and he created the greatest thing ever. Bet against your team. No. Bet against the Lions every week. So if the Lions what? win, you're happy. The Lions lose, you make money. It's a win-win on both smart. sides. That's Especially smart. when your team is like 
maybe has a pulse. Like that's the best time to do that. All right. To use your term. That's a, it's a pulse. It's there, but it's slow. I mean, we're going to get it. We have to get the paddles for the lines. You know what I'm saying? Clear. I mean, all right. <laughs> last that's question for me. State last week. Oh, 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 oh. I thought we already cleared the air with that. That was, a, that was a below the belt after the, after the belt. I'm shot. Sorry, but that's I'm okay. Sorry. Because you're the best. Um, on the way out. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? I am, and I have not listened to the album yet. If you're asking me about Midnight, one of my favorite things, though, was how Al Michaels transitioned from that Taylor Swift like promo back to the game. And he goes, yeah, she's a favorite of all those teenage girls. And I felt called out. I'm like, <laughs> 30 years old. And he's saying she's a fan favorite for teenage girls? I'm like, oh, my God, I feel seen. Well, I'm he's like, Al, come on now, man. Come on. <laughs> Look. It's it's a big thing to me. I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan because my my sister is 22, my daughter is eight. Okay. I'm in the middle of the, the connection. So we started the whole show today talking about Taylor Swift. Al doesn't know what he's yeah. talking about. So adults, yeah. midnight is for us. It's for adults. And you, and you heard Kirk kind of say, "Well, I think like actually a lot of people are fans of Taylor Swift." I'm like, "Kirk, you don't have to be a closet Taylor Swift fan. You could admit that you like her Taylor music. Swift, yes. You could just say it. It's yes. fine." It's, good. Dave, it's a, it's a good album. Twenty, it? all twenty songs are good. You'll like it. If you like Lover, you'll love it because it's very similar to the to, to the album yeah. Lover for for Taylor. It's great. Dave, Lauren, do you like it? Did you listen to it? Yeah, I haven't so listened to it yet, but I guarantee that I will listen to it. I have a house of ocean yeah. of estrogen in this house. Taylor Swift has been a big part of our lives here as well. So yes, the girls will be listening to it. I'll be listening to it, and I'm not afraid to say it. I like it. I yes. actually like. It. Yeah. Good I stuff. Like, okay, cool. I'll make sure to listen to it while I'm <laughs> prepping for the Hawks game tonight, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Lauren, thank See you, you for tonight on the show. On, on you're, you're on every game, right? People can find yeah. you when you watch the Hawks games. Lauren will be on Absolutely. the sideline covering it, dressed to the night. They're taking on the Orlando Magic. The game circled since the beginning of the season, baby. Let's go. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Let's do it. Look, what's Let's the spread? Well, we'll, 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 we'll break down the spread after you're we'll done. We'll break down the spread. Yeah, you we'll get you in trouble. We'll get you in trouble. Lauren, thank you for coming on. This was a ton of fun. Thank That's you. awesome. Go follow thank her God. brigade on Twitter. And you guys can, that She's was, that was best. awesome. That was, that was really cool. She's so good to so come on. What is the line tonight for the Hawks game? I mean, uh, the line is, I think it's six. It's six. six. Hold on. Oh, right Hawks now. The Hawks are nine. Nine. Hello. Hello. Nine. Open at home. eight Total at nine. Two twenty-five total. Five. Over. over. Yep. That's an over game. Yep. Ever heard it? Magic do not play. So that was that was a lot of fun with Lauren. So uh we'll watch that. I'll, we'll have to put that on now and, and, and pay attention to that game tonight. That's right. that's cool. Yeah, yeah they went big. Great. I look, I I mean it's the truth. The last two years I've bet over on the Hawks win total and it burned me both times. So They've gotten close. They just run out of steam, right? They either not they, last they had, year. No, 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 no. Last year was a fall. Oh, well, face. last year, last bad, year bad. the number was was inflated, inflated from the year before. From when then they almost how did they, they not beat go the over the number two years ago when they actually got to the semifinals at Eastern Conference? They didn't go over that number. Maybe they I did that go number over. was like forty three or maybe they, maybe I did it. Maybe I went games. maybe I went one and one. I just remember yeah. last year I was brutally angry because it was it was dead like by the All Star break. Like they were, they started out so bad, right? Yeah, last year, they were, they were a mess at the beginning of the season. So, yeah. Speaking yeah. of being a mess, by the way, can we talk about the Yankees lineup for a second? 
Do we have to? I mean, yeah, we do. Because I, I'm furious. All they do is swing and miss. Oh, wait. Are you going to do your thing? Hold on. I'll put the list. No, I'm not going to do my thing. It's just I I thought this year. I mean, look, the Yankees were so good for so much of this season that, like, I guess I just really slept on the idea that if they don't hit home runs, they suck. They don't hit home like, runs. They suck. You just figured this out? Well, I didn't think on the level to the extent that they have three hitters out of nine. I've oh. never seen a, I've never seen a Yankee team constructed like this. This is bad. No, you're absolutely right. After the three hitters, I mean, they're lucky to make contact. I mean, it's Stanton, it's Judge, and it's Rizzo, and that is it. They have nothing else to really talk about of, of being afraid at all. You breathe a sigh of relief as a starting pitcher. Once you get through those guys, it's like, okay, I got two innings. I get to be kind of just like relaxing and throw my curveball and watch them swing and miss. Right. They right. can't even manufacture. Like that was the thing about the Red Sox and the Yankees for the last 20, really last 15 years since Moneyball came out, that it was all about manufacturing runs and figuring out a way to get on base and then hit the home run. Right. Like, have that have be right. a two run, three run home run where you're not waiting for these solo shots to score. I mean, they lost last night on one swing of the bat. One. I mean, that's embarrassing from a Yankee how team. Boone, how about Boone saying after the game, if the thing was closed, the ball would have gone out. If they were in Yankee Stadium, the ball would have gone out. The Look, judge hit and all that I'm stuff. Not, I mean, the wind was blowing in. There was no question about it, but they still only scored two runs. How did Major League Baseball allow that? What? Boone's not wrong. How did they allow the Astros to have the roof open last night? It's up it's, to the home team's discretion, is it not? Correct. It, well, not in the postseason is not supposed to be. And I might be wrong about that, but I thought Major League Baseball had to be consulted about it, about whether or not the, the, the roof is open or not. That's the first playoff game I've seen. I mean, that roof is never open. They never open up that thing. Listen, I was at game seven of the World Series in 2001 in Arizona, and the roof was open and it rained in Arizona in October. And I was like, I was at the game going, why in the hell is the roof open? Didn't make any sense, but last night didn't make any sense. I I saw the guy turned it on. I was like, wow, it looks really pretty, but there's like five games a year. That roof is open. Like that thing is never open. That's a huge. Tariq just came in and said, it's the MLB's decision. I thought in the playoffs, I don't know what it is, but it was a, it was a weird call to have that game with the roof open. I was like, cause it was windy last night in Houston and it can be windy in Texas a lot. And I just didn't, that make no, I mean, I don't know what, if they're looking for picturesque, this or that. I thought Boone was right to call that out. That's a really right. weird deal. Like, yeah. you normally play with the roof closed. The ball travels better with the roof closed. And now you're going to open it up for this, you know, what could have been the last game of the year in Houston. Yankees win game two. They win three games in, Tex- in, in, in New York. They're not going back to Texas. So now you're guaranteed to go back to Houston, regardless of what happens. If the Yankees win all three right. home games, it's three, two, they're still coming home. Yankees are not winning all three home games. Well, I'm just saying they? if they did, that's right. What, but like you, I mean, winning game two from an Astro standpoint is a monster besides going up to, Oh, you guarantee a home game in game six, right? Revenue, money, parking, everything. Oh, you think they're worried about all that stuff? They're trying to get the trophy, man. Major League, Major League Baseball is worried about that stuff. Roger said, just said the Astros wanted it closed. That's yeah, I don't, like, I don't like it at all. I mean, I think they're right to call it out as to why in the world was that roof open. It didn't make a lick of sense to me having that thing open. 
And I mean, you play, it's a dome stadium. Yes, it has the ability to move the, but it's so rare. The players aren't used to it. They don't play in that ballpark with the roof open. Right. So yeah, I think that was right. Changes the game when it's really windy. It's like we talk about with football, all the rain, snow, all that other shit. The wind affects you the most. And in baseball, golf, think about when it's you know windy playing golf. It changes the whole thing. Changes Absolutely. all your clubs, changes your shots, the way the ball flies. In baseball, turns home runs into flyouts. Yeah. Um, it turns a lot. It, it it changes the game a lot. So, I mean, had I known that actually wind was, I mean, I was on an under anyway, but like that's an underplay automatic in baseball. Automatic. Wind's blowing in like that. Yeah, for sure. Automatic. So the Padres are favored today in game three against Philadelphia. Yeah. You just heard Lauren talk about the Phillies being undefeated at home in the postseason. What is this? Why is Joe Musgrove favored in this game? Oh, man. I'm getting hot. <laughs> I feel like this is crazy. I'm getting hot. <laughs> Take this off. Please don't I knew strip you were on ask me this question. Please don't strip on the air. No, I'm not. I'm just I'm getting comfortable. I'm just getting comfortable. I mean, this is this is what we got to do. Oh my God. That's a fit right there. So I'm saying this is the old school Padres, baby. Wow. We're ready to go. Um, Padres are favored because Musgrove's pitching and the money's moving you that way. Um when I looked at this yesterday in the off day, I said, I don't think the Phillies are winning the Suarez game. Uh, I think I think the Padres win today. Uncle Charlie, my guy, really, really sharp guy that I've come to meet again. You know, he's the bail bondsman guy, but he's just always working, moving, making money in books and all this stuff. We've been kind of playing it off the air the way this thing's going to go out. Um, Musgrove today, Phillies tomorrow. We still don't know. I mean, it's going to probably be Clevenger against the bullpen. Like it'd be a bullpen day for both teams. But I think we're going to end up with 2-2 and a three-game series with two in San Diego. There's no off day between these games. You know that? They play Sunday afternoon and fly to San Diego and play Monday, Tuesday. There's no off day. Whose idiot idea was that? I, I. So they want to go up against Monday Night Football? Uh, What are they doing? I mean, yes. So they're, I don't praying know. That, so they're praying that the Monday night game is going to suck when they It's skip. Chicago, New England. It's going to suck. Okay. So they're praying for the game to suck to give sports fans an alternative that they'll flip over and watch the baseball game. That's what that is. They're betting. The, the football game's bad. You think? Yes. Only reason why you go up against football. That's it. You want to be the alternative. You want to be the B. Everyone goes to the A. A's bad. You go to the B. They want to be the B. Man. Why would you want to put a game... Sunday, Monday. Just go Tuesday, Wednesday when, no, when there's no competition. You're Monday, choosing. You said no, Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday. You, you take Monday off. Oh, yeah, you take Sunday, Monday off. Yeah, 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 off. yeah. No, you go I mean, Tuesday, you get- Wednesday, and you clear out for Monday Night Football. You give football to the NFL. You have Monday to the NFL, and then you play Tuesday, Wednesday. That doesn't make any sense to me why you're choosing to play on Monday. D. Weezy in the chat. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. He said the postponement of the Yankees Cleveland game caused this. How would that affect the National League playoff series? They had to have a game. There was probably an off day where there was no games by putting the games and keeping the, the schedule the way it is. Maybe, I don't know. They booked so the NA, they booked the National League Championship Series out preseason. We already knew we we knew the games before. How did the right. Yankees American League rainout impact the National League Championship Series? 
a good question. You have to ask. I don't understand reason. that. I mean, he, I'm not uh, saying you're wrong. I, I'm not saying that he's wrong. I just don't understand the logic behind that, considering the National League and American League Championship Series are booked the same way that the NBA Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals are booked. They book nothing them in is advance. booked like those things. They're so far yes, spaced they, apart. It's TV, like one game yes. every three days, and the NBA That's Finals is terrible. booked even differently. But like those two games a week in that thing, That's we know when they're going to be played already. Like the TV networks already have them in place well in advance, depending on who's right. playing. So right. I don't understand how an American League rainout in a D, in a DS series would impact the National League Championship Series. So Again, not saying you're wrong. Network, I have no idea. Not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying right. that that that's a that's a weird that's a weird deal. All right, before we get to college football in the NFL, let's yes. do roll call Friday here because it's a good time in between baseball and football. Do your All thing. Right. I told everybody 11:15, so don't get just, mad at me. But just roll. driving the bus, so look, yeah. we're just going to start just naming it. the names. Just do it. Now. All right, let's go. Uh, I mentioned Tariq. Kevin Roper, D. Weezy, again, thank you, sir. Um, Scott Grayson, PB, my guy, Akbar, always in and accounted for, sir. Mr. C, he's probably watching. I don't know if he's here, but he was here in Vegas behind you down at the circuit. Couldn't hook up, but he's Last coming night. back. Mr. C, Covey, he'll be back. Welcome to the show, sir. Addison, of course, J. Dow Betts and Mrs. J. Dow Betts. Early wake-up call via text for Jay Dow. Uh, he likes the music, too, candy, all that stuff. Um, I don't see John Perayudakis, but I nailed his name last week, and I haven't seen him. He usually comes in now, but thanks, Johnny P. Um, we got Eron Sean, of course, Landon Higa, uh, Chef Benny, Vinny Konowinski, of course, Bromel Camp. I think Alex is here too, his co-host on the show on KGYM, which nice. you know we'll be on later. Um, Jimmy Jack with four Ks, Pierre Chevalier, Bonvi Speck, as always, uh, welcome, sir. Gorov playing the trumpets in and accounted for coming fresh off the. Uh... Oh my God, where did that come from? Holy, is Gorov here? No, I just thought I would spice you... up Pro Call Friday. Outstanding! <laughs> I mean, that is outstanding work by Farah. Where that come from? Sonic. You texted SoCal me the video. DJ, Stevie Mac. Phenomenal. Outstanding. Jim Montgomery. Um, I don't know who else is there. Of course, that I did. did I, I mean, Lauren was great, but she's not our only female. Right. Shelly's here in the chat as always. Welcome, Shelly. Thank you. Doing an unbelievable job getting that stuff out on the socials. Thank you very much. And then the brigade. I mean, I, I, I mentioned Brother Dan, the boys, all the all the ATOs from Penn State back in the day. We had a, a really uh, sad situation that brought us all back together. One of our fraternity brothers just suddenly passed um, a week ago or two weeks ago, I think it was. And, you know, he's in his late 40s, just didn't wake up. And a bunch of guys went up to watch the Michigan game with his twin brother. Um, so a bunch of guys in pictures and we all reunited. And I'm like, guys, I'm on TV every day. You guys can come and watch the show. And they're like, what? So hopefully we got a little bit of a boost from that. But uh, thinking of you all and um, hopefully uh, Penn State wins the whiteout game. There's a lot of people going up. I can guarantee you if I was in the tri-state area, I would be in Happy Valley this weekend. Wow. So I don't know if we can make it happen in 24 hours if you want to go. I got tickets. 
Yeah, that would be a little difficult to do that, but <laughs> I mean, we're on fumes. I like, I like the sentiment. Four hour flight just to sleep right now with everything we're doing. But. All right. Clemson minus 13 and a half against Syracuse. What the hell? This feels come on. I mean, does, on. Does, does this get to 14? I don't think so. I mean, really, it does with books that need to need the money. Need the Syracuse money, but people are betting Syracuse at 13 and a half. We're good. We don't need to do anything with this. This is a good number. But a number don't move all week. Osbakers did a pretty good job. But as long as you're getting two-way action. Who is Syracuse played again? I mean Wagner. Put Wagner on the list. They played Wagner. How is this number 13 and a half? This number should be like 20. Like, what is this? This is one of those. Isn't this the game that Clemson, like, you know, wins by 10, 20 to 10, something like that? That's because Syracuse defense may actually be the real deal. If it was at Syracuse, I would agree with you. Well, the line wouldn't be 13 and a half. It was not at Syracuse. Syracuse. It's at Clemson. So, yeah, Clemson wins by 10 at Syracuse. In Death Valley? Bear Maulings, by the way. Bear Maulings, I forgot to say. I didn't know Bear was here. Bear sometimes is here. Sometimes he's working at the dice table, so I didn't mention Bear. <laughs> Nothing personal. Um, you think blowout? Feels blowout, Rout. right? Route. Oh, route. Yeah, 30 to 7. Seven points is all the Syracuse Syrac- Orangemen? Syrac- Syrac- that's Syrac- it. They're not scoring on that defense. They're not scoring? Wow. Mm-mm. I love when you called a team total stuff like that under i just don't um, think syracuse's offense they can run the football they got banged up quarterbacks i mean I, I i don't i'm not buying i'm not buying syracuse um so under? under yeah i think i think under but i prefer to lay the 13 and a half i'd rather not play around with it i think the total is rather to- lay 13 and a half than go under 50 what, what yeah. so what's the total where's the total in the 48 I can't find a game. There it is. 49 and a half or 50 yeah, okay. right yeah. now. I, yeah. I, I, by the way, uh, our friends at, at, um, FanDuel just went to 14 and a half. <laughs> That's not a n- move. N- <laughs> n- n- not just now I'm mad. So now <laughs> don't get mad. No, I'm betting this right now. Get even before Make everybody a bet else right now. Before this moves dramatically on me, I don't get 13 and a half. I got to play 14. See, but like they're listening to the show. I mean, guys in the FanDuel office, thank you very much for listening to the show. Hit the like button while you're here. They're hearing what I'm saying. They can if you guys, if you guys can get money. it, if you guys can get 13 and a half, I just found it. Get it now. Lay it 13 and a half. There you go. It's going to go. It's th- This number is going to fly. Like if you're a just the picks listener, this is going to be an official play on the podcast tonight. Clemson minus 13 and a half. Take it now. SoCal DJ, do me a favor. Go on the Discord channel and tell everybody. Tell everybody in the Discord channel. Clemson 13 and a half is the official play. Get on it. Bet it now. because Trent Junk, who's always here, by the way, doing a great job, too. I don't know if I mentioned him, but he said hit the like button, FanDuel. I guess hit the minus 13 and a half. You think it's going to fly? It's 14 and a half at FanDuel right now. What's the what's the resistance? Oh, what's it's 14 now. I'm sorry. There's only one 13 and a half left in the world, according to my odd screen, at uh, Caesars. That's it. So 14. Get it at Caesars yeah. at 13 and a half right now. 
Oh boy. Right now. Cause it's for fans, fans at 14 and a half. And that number is there's no resistance. Once you cross 14, let it go. It's just going to run. Right. So don't mm. even play around with it. It's just, it's just going to go. So get, I would even buy it. If, if, if you have a 14, buy it down to 13 and a half. You'll probably pay minus 120, right? Why? No, you don't buy off the whole number. If you push, you push. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't pay the extra juice to buy off a 14. From 120 to 110, though? It's, it's, it's 10 cents. I mean, if it don't, if the, if you're not price sensitive, then yeah, do it. But I, I, I mean, I'm price not. sensitive, but if I'm a better unit, if I'm betting 1.1 to win one, to bet 1.2 to win one doesn't okay. really bother me. That that That's doesn't fine. bother me. Like it, right. it just my uh, 1.3 to win one, I start to get a little bit. And I don't like that. Once 130, 140, like I start getting price sensitive on that. But 110 to 120, I'm not really all that price sensitive to it. Okay. It's a nick. Right. It's a it's a it's a dime price. It doesn't. I mean, that's just me. I mean, other people have different opinions. But if I'm if I'm laying 110 to win 100, if I'm laying 120 to win 100. It's 10 bucks. <laughs> Bromo Camp just said Caesars is at 14 now too. Everybody's listening to the show. There's the run. <laughs> now what? Now how fast do they get to 14 and a half? Because Fanduel is at 14 and a half. Well, they're taking the lead. 14 is a number like you know when you get from to 10. Or to seven, you don't want to just blow through that number. You want to just wait a little bit. But FanDuel says the hell with it. We got all the business. We got all the customers anyway. We're going to yeah. do a little price discovery. Like Chris said, he likes to be first. FanDuel seems like they like to be first right now. I give him credit for that. Um, if FanDuel goes to 15, <laughs> right? Then, then we'll really know. Well, no, because what's, what's the resistance from 14 and a half to 17? There's no real difference. I agree with you. We used to. Isn't have it really easy to time. get? It's, once you get over that, it's just a. It's it's a. It's like a waterfall. Just go to seventeen. There's no resistance. The move to me, once you got to fourteen and a half, and they lay it again. Sometimes I'd go to sixteen, and then right to seventeen. It's two moves. It's two jumps. They don't right. have to go to fifteen. You don't have to go to fifteen and a half. You're wasting your time. And then 16 is such an odd number, but it's still alive with the two-point conversions and stuff, okay? But you might need to go right to 17. Now, you just don't want to create a middle. Well, when you get me 17, I just laid 13 and a half. If you you get me 17, (laughs) now we're talking. Now I'm in love with that. If I get to 17, if I can lay 13 and a half and take 17... Yeah, no, I'm happy to let you do that as the book. I don't think, I mean, of course you want to do that. And we know that. So no, we're not going to just give you 17, Matthew. No. We'll see. Cause I middle it, get in, in laying both. It'd be phenomenal to lay them both. Uh, all right. So 30 seems to be the top for Iowa at Ohio state. It's 29 I mean, and a half. Isn't that enough? Like, isn't I mean, that got, enough? Bet Fred was at 30 last night. FanDuel has stayed at 29 and a half. <laughs> I mean, 30, 30. It's a football game. 30. It's unbelievable. The total. I feel like we're kicking game. dirt on Iowa. 49 and a half is the total. Doesn't even make sense. It's 30 and a half. The books, it's 29 and a half. The only one holding true is circa 28 and a half right now. Wow. They're at 28 and a half. Well, there's not much difference. Like you just said from 14 okay. to 17. What's the difference between 28 and 31? <laughs> right. It's fair. 29. Weird right. number. 30. 29 is a very odd number. 30 is a little more. I mean, 40 to 10, you can explain, but it's it's a very odd number. It's true. That's about the only one, though, right? 40 to 10. Yeah. 45, 15. Uh Uh-uh. 
yeah. 50 to 20. Weird. But 50 to 20 can happen, though. But it's, I mean, the only bet I will it makes make a on lot this to game, get to 50 to 20. Team total Ohio State over. That's it. Easy Nothing peasy. Else. Nothing else. Don't play with anything else. That's the only bet to make on this game. Yeah, I mean, it's we one. talked about it before, too. I mean, sometimes it's a stop sign. It's just, it's the, the book saying, just go find another game. I mean, the game above is Indiana Rutgers. Bet that game. Don't bet this game. If you want to bet this game, you got to lay 30. 38 and a half team total Ohio State. Five touchdowns and two field goals. Seven possessions. I mean, Peters more scores than picked. punts. Petrus is getting picked. Okay? Minimum he's getting, he's getting picked. Minimum They're going to have a fumble return for something. I mean, it's special team score. Probably. Oh my. I mean, there's going to be very little uh, uh, that Iowa can do in my opinion to keep Ohio state below 30. And then I need 10 points of something to happen. That's somewhat unexpected backdoor. I just don't want to be sitting here like on a foot, you know, just like we were with Michigan and Iowa. And it's a lopsided joke of a game. Had and that thing nailed. And yeah. then, you know, it's it's 40 to, to three, right? Yeah. It's a, just an absolute blowout. Right. And you get like a meaningless backdoor touchdown that means nothing. And, and they go for the, two. You bet the under. All of a sudden, it goes over. It gets to 50. Mm-hmm. And then you get some type of stupid play that gets you either going for two right. or, uh, you know, a fumble yeah. by some freshman that gets returned to the 10 yard line and they cover the 30 points. It's annoying it's as hell, isn't it? 40 to 13. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it sucks. I can't, st- I can't stomach an over game involving Iowa. Can't stomach it. <laughs> Don't trust Iowa to score. And this game could be 40 to nothing. Oh, shut out. It could be. I mean, if Iowa can't score on very, you know, mediocre offense or defenses, yeah, this is not a mediocre defense they're facing in Ohio State. I mean, they put up 24 against Nevada, didn't they? Who did? Iowa? Yeah. Yippee. That's Nevada. <laughs> Nevada's horrible. A little bit different than Ohio State. <laughs> on the road, you had a little bit different. With Nevada no, that was home. the long. It was the long night game at Iowa. Yes, was, it was Nevada uh, at home or yeah. Ohio State on the road. Yeah. You ever been to the horseshoe? No, never have. We'd love yeah. to. So, hmm. I mean, look, Iowa's point totals this year to rehash <laughs> are six. Now I really 14, feel like we're kicking dirt on them. Six against who? Illinois. Like, 14 against Michigan, 27 against Rutgers, 27 against Nevada, seven against Iowa State. They scored seven points at home against the Cyclones. That's yeah. not good. Yeah. Seven points against South Dakota State, and two of those points were safeties. Two of those scores were safeties. Yeah, two safeties in a field goal to get to seven. What are the chances of that? Against South Dakota State. FCS team at home. This yeah. one could be ugly. Ugly. 40 to, 40 to nothing. People are calling a shutout. <laughs> they're getting they're getting waxed. Ohio Texas, State covers. Can we can we leave with that one? Can we just say I'm Ohio not State betting? Covers? I wouldn't, but I'm not wouldn't betting. bet it. But I mean, if you for the show when we reconvene on Monday, Ohio yeah, State covers. I think Ohio State will cover, but I like the team total for Ohio State better. 
Okay. So if Ohio State's team total doesn't go over, they won't cover. So it's sort of like you pick either one you want. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. If I'll Ohio State's not scoring more than four, if, if Ohio State's not at 40, Ohio State's not covering the minus 30. 35 to three. Doubt it. Possible, but I doubt it. Game stays under and they cover. That'll be something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I, 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 I I'm saying 40 to nothing, but the, I could easily see what happened in the Michigan game coming true where they scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter when the game means nothing. I love this chat. Chef Benny just chimed in with the Jackrabbits are legit, though. <laughs> South Dakota State. <laughs> FCS. Yep. There you go. So Texas is laying six and a half points on the road oh, to Oklahoma man. State. This number's not moved. This is the WTF line of the week in my mind. I saw this on the rundown and I was like, man, we got to talk about this game. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know about this game. Over. That's it. I agree with that. Not to I want to take I want to take Oklahoma State plus the points. It feels that way. I, I, we I think we thought Alabama was going to kick Texas's ass. Vastly wrong with that one. Texas, Texas has been so play. inconsistent because they should kill Oklahoma State. They're very they went, they're much they, better. They, they lost to Texas Tech on the road. Yeah. Have you ever been to a game in Oklahoma or Oklahoma yes. State? Oklahoma, both, both. Yep. Is this a is this a big home field advantage? Yes. But really? Boone Pickett Stadium is it's it's like going to Starkville. It's not that big. So it's it's passion. Are they on, they're, are they on top of, of you? Yes. Those? Like, that's, uh-huh. like those yes. old like those older stadiums that are like yes. 50, on top of you, but it's not like, like it's holes. not a uh Norman's much louder. I'll say that. Okay. Oklahoma's much louder. The boys in the chat like under. Under this game. Yeah. They said the line stinks. The line does stink. There's no line, question. Line does it. stink. But I mean, remember, we're we're 0-7 on the Discord channel bet. So when groupthink pops in, I tend to like that. <laughs> Are you taking a shot at the brigade guy? I'm not taking a shot. I'm just saying it, it's I, I love my anthro my, my sociology experiment we've been doing with with them losing my money. They've lost seven weeks in a row. <laughs> Guys, get the shit together, would you please? <laughs> They're 0-7. What time's that thing tomorrow I'm in cur- the chat? Tomorrow, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. I'm currently I'm down I'm down 3.5 units on these guys. I, I come in every week. I try to drop a winner. My, my, my play never gets voted on. It just makes me feel very – when I'm in a losing streak, I just – I feel much better because it shows – I love it because it shows how tough this actually is. It's just hard. It's hard. Shit is hard. So it's just, it's a nice experiment. Like we've gone seven weeks in a row. We missed seven straight bets. So now <laughs> this game doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy to take a side. I mean, no. or oh, the total, because the total oh. may be high enough to go under. Right. Yeah. It's not high enough. Don't, I don't think it's high enough. No, really? I don't. I, I I just this is Big Twelve football. This is old school Big Twelve football. This is just scoring like crazy. I mean, five and one Oklahoma State last four weeks have all gone over. Sixty nine and a half over easily last week. Sixty six over easily week before. Fifty six over easily. Baylor, Texas Tech, TCU, all overs. Flew Man. over. It's down to sixty. Yeah, right. 60 and a half, 60. 16, there's half 16 and a half, half 60s. 
Huh. I mean, Over. the move. Okay. If you're going, if you're going, because Texas is an under machine, last three weeks for Texas have gone under. Texas is now two and five to the over on the year. Texas Tech and Texas San Antonio are the only two games that have gone over for Texas so far. Last week, 48 and a half against Iowa State, under 65 against Oklahoma, under. And that's because Oklahoma didn't score. 61 against Virginia, uh, West Virginia, 38 20 in that game. So 58 missed it by three points. 65 was 49 nothing. Oklahoma does anything that game goes over. And then 28 24, it falls 45 on a 48 and a half. Man. So it's, I mean, Texas has scored 24, 49, and 38 points the last three last, weeks. Yeah. Oklahoma State has scored 40, 41, and 36 the last three weeks. I mean, it don't seem that obvious, does it? I mean, it seems so obvious, like it's over. You can tell me. I mean, it's it's like la- it's like last night's. You know, there's just certain things like last night's under between Virginia and Georgia Tech. It was like it can't be this easy, is it? Both teams it are on. A, it is. Right. They just game never came close is. to going over. Right. So it was it was a walk to the counter under for Vatech and Georgia Tech, which basically you should just bet Virginia and Georgia Tech unders the rest of the year. I mean, those offenses suck. They can't do anything. Right. So, like, it's just, I don't know. I, I look at it the same way and just, I don't know. At this point in the year, we have enough evidence and enough numbers to bet off them and go, okay, how does this stay under? I mean, Texas is going to run the ball, but Oklahoma State gives up monster plays in the run game. Over. TCU was zoop, like, I mean, it was 43-40 in overtime last week. And right. it went over before overtime. Right. So. Over. Over. That's a, I like over. over. Oregon versus UCLA. Square dog of the week. UCLA, Dave. <sighs> yeah. I like Oregon. I think a sledgehammer is coming out this week for Oregon. Sledgehammer? Sledgehammer game? UCLA hasn't done. I mean, I like Chip Kelly a lot. He's going home, but there is so much in college football, emotions matter so much to me. And when you're on the road, you're 6-0. and Oregon has a loss on their hands. How did they lose that? The, the only loss makes no sense, but they've lost a game. You've they got... They lost to Georgia. There's no shame in that. They got whacked. That's right. I forgot, but yeah, 49-3. That game, yeah. that, that was a final. 49-3. They got destroyed week yeah. one. But you've got Chip Kelly, who built the Oregon football program on the other sideline. There's going to be so much emotion. It's going to be that stadium. Great. Game so days awesome. there. Yeah. You, you just don't Oregon at home. I, I mean, I bet against What's Oregon. What's the at number home. where you get interested in UCLA? Is it seven? Seven and a half. Oh, I got to get you over seven. You're getting me over seven. And I'll start talking. But I think this is a double. I think double digits is very possible for Oregon. What's more likely double digits, Oregon or UCLA outright? Double digits, Oregon. Total shocker if UCLA goes and wins this football game. I'd be psyched. I'd be happy to be wrong. I'd be pumped for UCLA. Boy, we'd keep the Pac-12 relevant. Hundred percent. This is because Utah. We did what we talked. We did like, like I said. Utah was going to beat USC, and they were going to upset everything, and that's what they did. So now you're left <laughs> with with basically one team left to get in the playoffs. Mm. 
and mm. you need this win for UCLA to go on the road at Oregon would be something. UCLA's remaining schedule is Stanford, Arizona State, Arizona, USC at home, and Cal on the road. So they have the USC game, which USC could really eat their own. If Where's UCLA, that game? At USC or at UCLA? At UCLA. I'm going. If, if, you, if UCLA... Yeah, if they win, you'll have potentially a one-loss USC team taking on a undefeated UCLA team. Yeah. November the 19th, crazy weekend, huge, huge game in college football. Yeah. I just think Oregon takes care of business. Yeah, and then that that convolutes the whole Pac-12 because that puts Oregon in a driver's seat for the Pac-12 championship, which is here in Vegas, by the way, which yep. we might have and, to go to that. And... If Oregon has one loss and their only loss is a blowout loss to Georgia, but they play really well, they're in the mix. They're in the conversation. So that's why another reason why I think Oregon wins is because Oregon needs style points. They got to, they got to look really strong against a team like UCLA undefeated at home. You got to flex a big win for the formula guys. Like it's that UCLA is ranked. I mean, this is, this is a big win. They're undefeated. Top 10 team. If UCLA wins or if or both, right? Whoever wins gets propelled up into the yeah. I mean, obviously UCLA gets right up there because they're already yeah. higher, but agree. I mean, this is one of those classic ones you sit in a book all week and go, All right, you just want UCLA on the money line. You don't want the six. No, they're better. They're better ranked. They're higher ranked. They're gonna win. Okay. And then, you know, double digits. Right. Alabama at home laying 21 to Mississippi State here. Bounce back spot for the Crimson Tide. It's quite the clash, but I have the hat, so I figured I would wear it. For Bama? Oh, my God. That's a whoa. 21. Sure. The first half spread. 13. Is. It's not 10 and 11. a half. It's 11 and a half. It's 11 and a half? Yep. What I like better, over 31. First half. Yep. Okay. Over 31 Bama first half. It's been a very profitable bet this year. Bet Bama over in the first half. Because they've been giving up a little bit of points. Both. Yeah. It's great. They score. They score. What? Three possessions. They score, right? I mean, they get 21 themselves pretty much every single week. Minimum. If they get 21, 10. I mean, that's what the, that's what the line's telling us, right? 11 and a half, 21, 10. Yeah. So. You need one one extra field goal. They're winning this game. They're they're winning the first half. They're winning everything. Yeah, I think Bama I, I, over in the first half. I like. Yeah, I, I like Bama. You can find your ways to a couple different bets here, but is there any bet that you could say you want the Bulldogs plus twenty one? I I would of all the bets we talked about plus twenty one backdoor. How many points they score? Total of 16 and a half. Did they get 20? Maybe. Bama's defense is really suspect at times. I know. That's the problem. If you think they're they get back, 20, then they can cover the spread. Their back end. It's Mike Leach. It's throwing the football. It's air raid. Yeah. Right? So that's why I don't want to play around. I'd rather just do a first half total and be done with it. Don't even lay Alabama minus the points. Just less take the first sweat half time total. Too. Yeah. Less sweat time. You don't want to sweat too long. Yeah, Bama comes out. I mean, you know they're All scoring right. on, their, on their first possession. They're scoring. Mm. 
So, okay. Can you bet oh. that? I think you can bet that first drive result. Bama score touchdown. I think you can do that on Fanduel. Hmm. They do that for the NFL games. Every drive result for the NFL games. First touchdown score. First half spread, first half total. Huh? I don't know. It's juice to the under 31, but it's a solid number, which is rare for Fandle to do. Right. What's the juice? 15. Oh, well, that's that's not even bad. Yeah, that's minus, good. One, minus 105 to minus 115. So juice to a little bit. number solid then. <laughs> There's the, if they're on a whole number and yeah. it's not overly juiced, they like the number. Yeah. So they want the under money? Oh, they're good with the number. Well, they don't no, want it, anything yet. They just going to fall. It's going to fall 31. Damn close. Damn close. <laughs> they're good with the number. For them to get on a whole number. Yeah. Just from my, my observations of what they're doing, they don't want to give nobody a shot at betting under or over 30 and a half or 31 and a half. Let's make it 31 and leave it. So if you found a book at 30 and a half, you take the over, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's, the, there's the number to shop for. Shop yes. for 30 and a half. Shop for 30 and a half with Alabama for a staff total. Uh, Penn State whiteout. You tell me. Does the whiteout mean anything anymore? Oh, it does up there. Oh, there's a lot of activity. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's so so it's fun. so it's a bet on for Penn State. Well, no, I didn't say that. I'm worried. I'm asking. I know I'm worried about this. Um there's a lot of question marks about the quarterbacks. I'm getting a lot of texts about stuff. Uh, and again, I don't know how big of a drop-off it is. Both quarterbacks. Yeah. Gophers and the Alliance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just caught a glimpse of this Oliveira, Makachev, whatever. Oh, look at you like, saying the name right. I like yeah. it. Um, this this I can't wait. We're gonna talk about it here at the end of the show a little bit, but man, that that weigh-in looks hype. That was awesome. There's gonna be some. Three main fireworks. fights. Three main fights. Aljamain Sterling up against TJ Dillashaw. Bad, bad blood. Jan versus Sugar Show is really interesting. Contrast in style. Short and stocky, long and lean. And then the main event, Malkachev is a oh boy. Man. Oliveira is something, but it's yeah. Man, when these guys are like good and got the swag. Oh yeah, no, well, Oliver is phenomenal. Oliver, I know. His enti- entire team dyes their, hair, dyes their hair blonde. Right. Yeah, it's. I, I'll tell you Did what. You ever do I that? Mean, Did you ever dye the hair blonde? No, I've got my hair's gray. What do I need that for? I'm already, I'm already experienced the, that. <laughs> yeah, I I did it all. I'm already time. good. Summer. Frosted you frosted tips. Ah, uh, frosted the tips one Damn. year. Oh, oh god, I had it all. Yikes! Oh no, oh, I was working. You drive a title shots all over the place. If you know what I'm saying. You drive a Trans Am too. Did not. A lot of people in Pittsburgh did. No. My car was was a Volkswagen Cabriolet convertible. Oh, that's person. pretty good, though. It's very my girly, mom, but it's pretty good. <laughs> it's my mom's car. My dad said, here, you want a car? You got a car. Now drive your brothers and sisters around. So that's yeah, what I did. Convertible in Pittsburgh was tops down, what, 10 days out of the year? Oh, shit, man. I put that top down. If it was 40 outside, I put that top down, hair flowing, hat you on. Care. You didn't care how cold it was. Heat yeah, on, blast, blast they, the heat and blow they it heat. Oh, that was me, baby. I put the and I had so bad, on. man. Yeah, I hear oh, that. We 
My stepdad had a Fiat and he would do that, man. Oh. He would go ahead and blast the heat and drop the top down just because it was 55 and raining. And he didn't care. He just wanted to drive. That's all I did. I used to yep. drive around listening to music all the time. I felt bad now looking back because whoever sat in the back seat, they got the like the face got wet and they were freezing because it oh, didn't God. get all the way back. Of course not. You're freezing. It's blasting on you only. Yep. If you got the passenger seat, you were in. Like whoever got the passenger oh, seat. Brother Ryan Dan shotgun. used to mostly shotgun was a big deal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shotgun was a huge deal because you could actually stay warm. But oh yeah, I was guilty <laughs> of it one hundred percent November. What's a high? Forty two. So over forty. We can put the top down. Brother oh Doug would be in the back freezing his ass That's off. Awful. That yeah. is so bad. He hated My it. My goodness. Yeah. Um, Kansas State TCU. I think K-State can win the game outright. Do you? I do. After gets- talking to you all week, you've beaten this into me. Yes. I just think K-State's rushing offense is good enough to keep TCU's offense on the sidelines. And I think K-State's defense is good enough to do enough. I, I just off of a bye week. TCU, I'm just not a huge believer in TCU. I would take the three and a half. I mean, if you want to be safe, but I think a sprinkle on the money line is a must on this game. I saw this number earlier in the week, and I thought this is a K-State number. And then, I mean, from an opener at Circa, I mean, they opened it briefly at five, and then it went right to four and a half, and then to three and a half. So I got like, oh, geez, what are they doing? Are they going to get that? They were going to get the K-State money. So, and not that they're always right, but that told me. They like TCU? Yeah. And then talking to you all week, you've kind of, you've kind of turned me a little bit to K-State can win the game. I, I didn't give them enough credit beginning of the week that they could go win this game. And that's, that's on me for probably discounting. K State a little bit. They've been under the radar screen. I mean, you're not alone. A Adrian lot of people. Martinez is the is the quarterback, right? Correct. That's why. So That's everyone's the like, kid from Nebraska, right? Yeah, they've won so three games got in a row. Years of eligibility. Correct. K State beat Oklahoma, Texas Tech, and Iowa State. The Iowa State game went under. The other two games went over, but they've scored 34, 40, 41, 37 in five of the seven games, five of the, and four of the six games this year. So their offense can put up points when they have to. And TCU's defense gives up points. Right. What they, I right. mean, 40 so last Who's your shootout favor in your opinion? I mean, 54 and a half is a total. Who's your shootout TCU. favor? TCU. If it gets into the 40s it's, or the high 30s. High TCU's 30s, the, right? TCU's yeah, the favorite. Kansas State doesn't want to play like a game like that. Yeah. If, so, if TCU gets 31 or more, I think they win the game and cover I, the spread. Look, TCU's had seven, five, now three and a half from a number perspective. They didn't cover the last two weeks. Numbers coming down because people are starting to figure out TCU and saying, right. okay, they're due, they're due for a loss. They're right. four and two to the over, six and oh straight up. 54 and a half is the total. I mean, I think the hook matters. Is it one of those games where you take dog on the money line because they're going to win or you take the favorite and just lay the points? They, again, a fall one, two or three, is it? It might. Last week it did. It was three and a half. Remember the the, the closing it, it, total? It was, for, a half, it was a huge half point. The game fell three. Yep. The game fell three. So it, it has. I mean, I just think right. TCU is playing tight football games right now. And this is going to be a really fun game. K-State TCU is a game. It's at night, seven o'clock Eastern time kick. Saturday night. This is the, while I'm watching UFC. This is the, this is the game I'm really watching. I'm psyched to watch this. 
Oh, this is five o'clock our time. This is a night game at TCU. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like this game a lot. This is this is this big will be over by the time the UFC really comes on, though, right? UFC, UFC. starts about seven o'clock our time yeah, for the main so, card. Oh, well, this won't be over. First half, right? It won't be done. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know, for the for the main card. I mean, but prelims start. I mean, I watch every fight. When, when it's a card like this, oh no, I'm wrong. Sorry. Sorry. It's Abu Dhabi. The fight, the the UFC cards in the afternoon. On UFC Saturday? Card, yeah, I think I think the UFC card oh, starts at, I, I, I think the main card yeah. starts at eleven AM our time. Oh, really? Yeah. This is this is one of those oh, during during the day cards. Up during the day cards. No, it's actually a pretty good day to go to Circa and watch the game. Oh, wow. One o'clock is the main event. One o'clock yeah. Pacific. See? Yeah. So it starts, the main card starts, it takes 11 a.m. our time. First fight's card. at 7.30 in the morning. Yes. That I knew. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. I hated those in the risk room. Missed the whole For you guys, yeah. For for fans, for me, it's great. I love getting up in the morning and watching fights and blood it's and blood and breakfast. I love, I call people. it blood and breakfast. It's great. You call it what? Blood and breakfast. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I you're love it. Strange, you're in a strange place. Blood and breakfast. Yeah, it's great. You make some pancakes, sit down, and watch two people beat the shit out of each other. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's so, so fun. I absolutely love it. UFC cards. In the, I love UFC cards at this time during the day. It's just, I like nighttime, but I love when the UFC fights in Abu Dhabi and we get day fights. We may have to go watch it. That's it. It is a fun place to watch it down there. Oh, the yeah. Like that. Because we get, you can keep all the games on and they put the fight on the main screen and with the sound and then take it off and they keep moving it around. There'll be books that we'll never have it on. You know what's crazy? What? Today is today. It was the today's my anniversary at Props for one year. Because oh, on my first October know, 21st. Because on my first day, yeah, I purchased something for our, all of our podcasts. Yeah. It just renewed, renews once a year. Oh, so today must've been my first day of props. That's wild. Today was, Look today was that. the first day. Look at that. Wow. October 21st. It's my 21. It's a good thing. 21's matter. <laughs> two, two, four, seven, 14, 21. There we go. It makes sense. That today would be the anniversary. <laughs> Let's go to the NFL. We yes. touched on it fast. San Francisco Bye. plus two and a half against the Chiefs. I'm not buying it. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs for me. Boy. Uh, why? You want San Francisco, don't you? It's a stay away game for me. It's definitely, it's not in a contest, is it? Mm-mm. This is a nothing game to me. I can see San Fran winning this game outright. This, this scares the hell out of me. Chiefs coming mm. off of a monster game in which they lose. Beaten up after after playing the Bills. 49ers have run CMC kicking in. They played like crap on the East Coast against Atlanta. Got ripped on all week. Come back in a huge bounce back spot. This is the game the Chiefs lose and stun people. Wow. Careful, careful using the Chiefs in any survivor pools. I just got a text from Uncle Charlie. Yeah. He just bet Jackson pro far. Jerk, yep. jerks and pro far. Yep. Hit to record an RBI. He bet yes. Okay. Took plus 275 for a very uncomfortable amount of money. So there's your prop of the day, courtesy of Uncle Charlie. Jerks and pro far. 
Any it's an RBI home run drive record an RBI. Yes, plus two seventy five. He did it here in Vegas. What books did he say? Sent me. Um, Who's got that book? Who's got it up in Vegas? Whoever runs the Rio Caesars is that a Caesars place? <sighs> I think Caesars runs the Rio Caesars because it was William Hill. Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. What it was? It was a Will Hill. Yeah. So uh-huh. what team? What team again? Say again. San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> last name's Profar. Far. P-R-O-F-A-R. I can't even say his first. It says Jerickson. That's it. Jerickson. Yeah. Profar. Mm-hmm. San Diego. Outfielder. Recording RBI. Got some mob. Could go deep. Must put that one right through. Man. This is only bet in the game. I love that. It's one just every time you get. Oh, forward. no. He's on a Padres big. Oh. Today. Wow. He's on Padres. He's got Padres futures. He's on the Padres big today for the game. Just win by one. And he took money line. He said, I'm not doing no run That's line, fine. none of that just, shit. Just win, win, win by one. Win five four for me. <coughs> oh. Don't blow oh. up my don't oh. Blow up. oh, oh, don't, I see what you're doing. Okay. Don't blow up my parlay. <laughs> my man Train just came in and texted me. He watches the show every day. He walks around. He said, I can 100 percent confirm that you drove around with the mm. top down all the time because he was in the car at times. He said it used to blow his hair around when he had hair. He's bald as well. Ouch. Yeah. Panthers are plus 13 at home against Tampa. <laughs> they traded Christian McCaffrey. Number goes to 13. <laughs> Should Tampa be favored on the road by two touchdowns to anybody <laughs> given what's going on right now with the Bucks? Come on. This number's nuts. <laughs> I don't know what this number is. Tampa was a big favorite last week. Lost and they outright. lost outright. So what do you do? You go on the road again and make them a bigger favorite. But, I mean, you ripped their heart right out of Carolina, right? They're a mess. Fighting on the sideline, trade to wide receiver. And Robbie's out. Night, CMC is out. I mean, out. What do you do? You have to move the number with Tampa. The, people are they going to play Darnold? They activated him. Man, don't that suck to be that guy? Hey, you've been inactive. We traded all our best players. We're active this week. Get in <laughs> there and make some plays. Against that defensive line of Tampa. Enjoy it. Right. Good luck, <laughs> Sam. Have fun. Against yeah. your offensive line who can't block anybody. Good luck. We can't run. We can't pass. We can't tackle. We can't block. You're the starting quarterback. Enjoy it. Sucks. Yep. Um, would you take Carolina at any point? Complete no play. I mean, if Lauren gave you $50,000, Lauren had that great, you know. I would tease Tampa down, and I would tease the Patriots down. Oh. Give me 50, that's how I'd play it. Sounds like a witching hour right there. I don't know about that. Why is Tampa down? Is Giselle showing up or something? What do you mean witching hour? Oh, you combined the Tampa Tom Brady issues with uh, with the New England Patriots. I teased it last week, and I, I did I did the same teaser last week and lost because your damn team your damn team beat the Bucks. Told you they were going to cover. You believe me? That's fine. I didn't believe you, but I I pulled it down from eight to two. I had Tampa minus two. I didn't need them to cover. I didn't need them to win by three. Mm. Ridiculous. But mm. that's how I that's that how I that, uh, that RBI prop is available at William Hill. Just to confirm. Yeah, see, there's plus, still plus two seventy five. Uh, to record an RBI, Jay Proffer, yes, no. Uh, it's for the yes is plus two seventy five. 
Wow, oh, man, didn't even move the number. Wow, that's pretty it's good. It's got to be, or the or the automation didn't move the number. Let, let no, 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 no. That's 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 <laughs> a, that those. That's not. They don't automate those. I know the guys doing those. Oh, all right. They have specific guys doing just baseball props. No. Okay. Falcons are six and zero ATS. We talked about with Lauren. They're getting six and a half from Cincinnati. This is such a teaser leg. This screams teaser. Take Atlanta up. No. Take Cincy down. Yes. I got the Joe Burrow class. You think Burrow loses to the Falcons this week at home? No. Um, how could he? Well, now I mean, that's not the point. You can't. You, you never ask that question in the NFL. How the Bucks lose to the Steelers? Miss saying. You think that the Falcons are going to win outright on the road at Cincinnati this week? I do not. I mean, I don't think it can happen, but it could happen, right? This is could, this is hard for me. Like, I could get hit you, by a bus. You can't keep on saying this. It could happen. I mean, anything can happen. Yes. Is it? We're in the will it happen business. I would take for the Falcons plus the points. I would rather take them up in a teaser than the Bengals. The Twelve down. and a half. Yeah. All right. Interesting. I get, I get over double digits. Since he going to blow them out? Can Since they? Since he don't yes. seem like a blowout team right now. I like points. Have they blown out anyone? Cincinnati, so far this year, their biggest margin of victory is 15 points against the Jets. Wow. So they would, they would cover that number. Was that week one? It was week three. Oh, Flacco. They won by 12 against Miami. Which would right. also cover, which would also would cover. You, no, we're not, we're not no, covering 12 and a half. No. Yeah. No, 12 and a half. And they haven't been blown out, right? Losses 17, uh, 19, 17, 20, 17, and 23, 20 for the three losses. Combined oh. total of eight points. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, if you're asking me on a teaser, like I would rather take it up, but I, I'm, I'm all about the dog going up than the favorite going down. A lot of okay. times. Since he's supposed to win this game, no question. But by how but, much? Well, it's I mean, all you need to do is just win, right? Right. If you tease it, you get them basically money. Right. right. That's what I said. Yeah. Who do you put it with? Well, hold on. Oh, that's oh, it. That's oh, it. That's oh. it. That's in better to book it. So don't. Oh, don't I jumped a segment ahead. I apologize. Segment Sports Grid. Have a phenomenal weekend. We will talk to you guys coming up on Monday for the Patriots and the Bears. Monday Night Football for you guys on Twitter and YouTube. Don't Bears. move more to come here on BVB. <laughs> okay. Um, Jets plus one at the Broncos. Do you dare yeah. ride with Russ? Plus one. Numbers crashed. Crash. Everyone's it's, on the Jets. It's pick. Is it's it pick, pick now? Okay, so it yeah. bounced back up. So, so there you go. So one was one was that friction point. Yeah, there's there's two ones, basically, and some picks. Circa just said to hell with it. The Jets are favorite at Circa. See? And, and everyone's on the Jets. Told everybody on Monday this was going to happen. On this show, we told everybody on Monday that if Denver loses, you said take the you said take the Jets now if you think 
Denver loses plus four places. You'll never, you'll never see that number again. And you were right. Now we've got to pick. Oh, I have a lot of people that I respect. They keep telling me Denver. I, I think do. Denver's the, I think Denver's the side. This is a total pass for me. I wouldn't use this game with. Yeah. Uh, I do. I think Denver wins the Orange, game, but I, 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 I'm not. Touch. I'm not touching it. This is this is an ugly ass game, isn't it? Thirty eight yeah. is the total. I mean, if you really want to be involved in this game, wait to see which team right before kickoff. Wait to see which team is is the dog and tease it up. Whomever's mm. catching points, whoever's catching a point, two points, whatever it is. Broncos are at home catching one, make them seven. They're at home catching two, make them eight. The Jets could win by double digits. The Broncos cannot. No, but I don't, I don't think the Jets can win this game by 10. I don't think so. Not against that Why? defense. Altitude, that defense on the road. They're playing at a different level, man. They're physical as hell. On they defense. The shit out of Green Bay. No, on they ran the ball down Green Bay's throat. I watched they a did. lot of that game. I'm telling you, they, they were did. physical as hell. Yeah, on both sides. Yep, I would agree with that. But I, but Denver is too. That's that's one place where Denver is actually physical. Their defensive line is extremely physical. I don't. That's part I of that team. Out, I don't know if I shouted out Kendall in the uh, in call Friday. She's home from school today, feeling under the weather. And I don't know if I shouted her out. So if I didn't, she's yeah. changed her name in the chat. By the way, Kendall equals future producer. Do you see that? She's that's beautiful. She's, yeah, she's ready to go. So phenomenal. <laughs> Ravens laying six and a half to the Browns. Well, you gave me the Taylor Swift thing. I mean, this is a no-brainer. <laughs> this is I'm I know I wasn't even looking at this game, and you <laughs> peaked my. I, when you said it at the beginning of the show, the Taylor Swift trends. I'm like, wait a second. Why haven't I not talked about the Ravens all week? I had to look to see who they were playing. Cleveland stinks. This would be a divisional dog take. Browns. It's a tease. This is this another screams. Oh, teaser. this is this is oh, this is a screamer. pull them down. Oh, pull, the, pull the Ravens teaser. down. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Pull oh. them down. Take the Ravens. How many times you got to be hit over the head to take the Ravens and they don't win though? Like, is this it for a you? lot? Ravens are my team. I've got I, I have the Ravens to win the division. I, know, I have the Ravens over wins total. I'm riding with the team. I'm riding with the Ravens. They keep on. I don't know. I think I'm two and three so far betting on the Ravens this year. Something like that. <laughs> you going to do it again? Tease them down. Yes. <laughs> straight up. They're, they're seven and two straight up in weeks in which the, the Taylor Swift has now that comes out. Take them, tease them down, take them money line Ravens beat the Browns. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. All right. Take Texas, take Baltimore, take Alabama. <laughs> Texas. I'm going to put that in a parlay, by the way. That's going to be a parlay. Oh, the Tay-Tay? The Tay-Tay the parlay? Taylor, Taylor Swift three-leg money line parlay. Tay-Tay Ra- parlay. Ravens, Texas, Texas, the Ravens, and Alabama. That's a BVB-only special, people. <laughs> All right? So if you're going to take it, If anybody else thinks that, that's out. That's mine. That's I will it. roast you on Twitter if I see anybody doing a Taylor Swift money line parlay with those three teams. Tay-Tay parlay. I love it. <laughs> Are we doing points on that, Texas? You could. No, I just, just straight up and, money line. Well, that's chalky. That means, I mean, you're going to be laying a ridiculous juice on it. You've so. got to do both. you got to do money line, then you got to do 
with the points too. Uh, Cover the spread. Let, Come let's on, bro. Let, let's let's see where we are here. Okay, let's see Texas money line. This is going to be ugly. Alabama only because Alabama's minus seventeen hundred. That's, That's what problem. I mean. It's a waste. Texas is only two thirty, right? And uh, that's it. What? It's an even. It's an even money parlay. <laughs> it's not bad. It's even money. It's actually better than I thought. I was thinking minus one fifty to minus <laughs> one seventy. Even money. That's not, that's not horrible. If that's you want to really get not the worst thing in the world. If you want to get frisky and you want to lay the lay the points on this, it's six it's, to one, six and a half to one. I think it might be more than that. Well, if it's three minus one nope, tens, right. six, six and a half to one on the, on the nose, six plus six hundred. It's not my first time. <laughs> six hundred. Yep, on the nose, it's plus six hundred. If you want to lay those three, the don't bet a parlay weekend parlay. <laughs> Do not take that in the Discord channel tomorrow, guys. If you recommend that, I'm gonna be pissed. Slump buster. <laughs> oh, we can gosh. break it all. <laughs> I mean, it wins it. back. It wins back the units from down. I mean, if you, if you hit that, it, it wins back the units. I'm down on three and a half. It wins three unit. It, it wins half a unit bet. Wins three units. So, Roper says. Roper says tease them all. Up or down. Take all the favorites. Tease them down. Take there's okay. So let's figure that out. So instead if we, of instead of a, a money line parlay, you could take all the teaser. Take the numbers down. It won't let you do a cross sport teaser at Fanduel. It's not the same sport. They're all football. No, but it's day-to-day. You can't do the open leg teaser. I can tease Texas and Alabama. And then put Baltimore in there. You could put Baltimore in there. It won't let me. No. I can Put I can Baltimore only, I, in first in a teaser. I did. That let me. I can, I can do a two-leg Alabama-Texas teaser, but I can't do... User error. It just no, it just won't let me. It just has two leg teaser. I've got three games in the bet slip, and it just gives me the option to tease two of them, not three of them. Yeah. Doing something wrong. Just doing something wrong? Do, yeah, you should be. Yeah, you should you can do 15 leg teasers on there. No, but it's different days on different Doesn't sports. Matter. Doesn't matter. I don't know. I, I've I've seen them kick out before with it. Trent Junk says you have to use alternate spreads. Ah, that's what you do. Okay, that makes sense. You can't tease it straight. All right, well, I'm I'm not gonna play around. All right, yeah, don't. So somebody run that on Facebook and on Fanduel and tell me what that number is. If you tease them all down, so you tease Bama to you're teasing Bama to 15. You're teasing the Ravens to half a point, and you're teasing Texas to half a point, half a point, Uh, half. Okay, yeah. Well, that's essentially money line. So, but you're getting plus. It's not money line for Alabama, but that's. I mean, I don't know if it gives you the warm and fuzzy, but I mean, three team, three team alt spread teaser. I mean, that can be plus one seventy. That's better. I don't mind that. That's good. I think Bama can win by. I think Bama winning by fifteen is very possible. More than that, really. So there you go. All right, I'll I'll do it. I like it. Three leg teaser. I love teasing games. I I don't like teasing college, but I don't I don't mind it in this in this instance. I don't mind it. Uh, Finally, primetime game is Dolphins Steelers. Who did we piss off? To get this on <laughs> Sunday Night Football? What are you talking about? Steelers are back, baby. Just beat this Tampa. Game, this game sucks out loud. <laughs> it's not even nice. This game is so bad. It's a little Dolphins, rude. Steelers. I don't care if two is coming back. It's not even better. It's better than the Bears and the New England Patriots on Monday. No, it is not. 
Absolutely Come no, it's not. No, it what is not. What are you talking about? I get Justin Fields and Mac Jones. I get two brand names. Nah. Dolphins. You get Pickett and you get Tua's coming back. Ooh. You believe Tua's coming back? It's awful. Against I mean, the Steelers defense. How is this really somebody bad. not saying, hey, man, you don't need to play? Yeah, it's bad. Laying it with uh, Miami? Um, Teasing it. This is a teaser thing for you, right? Just take it down. Miami can't lose with Tua coming back. Steelers can't go there and win. Same. I mean, it depends how Sunday goes, but if Sunday goes well, I'll do a same game teaser. Yes, that's how I'll play it. Under 51 and a half. Roper and Whitlock, the Kevins of the chat, just went in and said, DK let you do it. Got plus 160 on the on the teaser, on the Tay Tay teaser. We got a Tay Tay teaser. I love it. Plus oh, 160. Tay Tay money line. We're doing the no, Tay Tay teaser sounds better. We'll do, we'll do the Tay Tay teaser. It's parlay. That rhymes. I like that. No. Tay parlay. It does, but I like teaser better. I'm a, I'm a sucker for teaser betting. I love teaser betting. You do like them teasers. I do. Uh, all right. Let, let's get right ahead to the props.com uh, prop of the day. Bradley Beal over five and a half assists today. We've been rolling a little bit here. Doing with these NBAs. All right. It's not got? me. It's our, it's our AI. Wizards guard Bradley Beal plus yep. 105 at DraftKings, including last year. Beal has gone over this number nine straight times. In the opening game, Beal led the, led the Wizards with six assists in 38 minutes. He's projected to have 6.2 assists tonight against the Bulls. It is a big difference. That's a 14% difference between projection and the number for the B. For, and I, I love this. Wow. Plus money, wow. Bradley, Be- Bradley Beal. Yeah, this wow. is the, the, this number's wrong. Like the, This is where right now, early in the NBA season, the numbers are really soft. And there's a oh, lot the of prop numbers are just outright fucking wrong. Yeah. So like you, you have a chance, you have a chance to really take advantage. And I think Bradley, I, I, I mean, this is where inside of bet prep and the AI system that we have with props.com, you can go and look at projections and what, how far off and the assist for a lot of these guys, these SIF numbers are way off. Rebounding numbers are way off. Like they're having a tough time <laughs> figuring things out right now. Well, as long as they count everything that's supposed to be. A we didn't even talk about, we didn't even talk about the, I, I'm just so, I, I thought this morning we'd get up and it would be corrected and it's not, no one's going to correct it. So it's just, there's no one to complain to except the NBA. My favorite thing about today. Hold on. I'll get to okay. It. We'll do it later. It's just so bad. It's just, it's such a frustration. It's an amazing frustration. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I like this. Okay. Let's roll through better to book it. Yep. P- Friday parlay. Okay. Numbers crashed. I got a way better number last night on this than what it is right now. Okay. (laughs) Phillies run line plus one and a half runs. That moved in your favor, didn't it? Yeah. You got a better number today on that. I don't think so. This is now a a plus five. Yeah, because they were favored yesterday. Now you're getting. No, they were uh, favored. They they were dogs last night when I bet this. You got plus one and a half, Uh but the minus is, is less today. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Phillies okay. run line. Yeah. Musgrove over five and a half Ks. What was the juice on that? Minus one twenty-five, I think. Okay. Harper, two or more bases. Look at you with these fucking props. You Same know, game parlay. This is so st- plus six seven plus sixty plus six sixty-seven parlay on this for a quarter unit. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll book it. 
I just can't. I can't. I don't which know leg don't which you like? one gets the Harper. Bryce Harper goes deep. It, it, Harper goes deep. I'm good. Double. Yeah. I'm, hit the double. I'm good. Yeah. Musgrove over five and a half K's. I like that. Yep. Everybody does. The number crashed. Deuce went. <laughs> really? But they won't. What, what is it now? Five and a half K's. Is it bad? Um, hold on. Let's see. Did they move it? I know they didn't move the number. They never do. I say move the damn number every day when we look at these things. So strikeouts for Musgrove currently is at um, five and a half minus 128. Oh, all right. So it didn't move. Yeah, it did. Two cents, three cents. You said minus 125. It may have been lower than that. Maybe minus 105. This is the one that changed the odds dramatically on the parlay. Dropped it down to 525. Oh. Musk- Musgrove K's was bet. It, oh, okay. Number, so it was pick number ran. It was minus number 110 ran. probably. Yeah. yeah. Number okay. ran. Yeah. And then Harper, two or more bases. I think Philly's run line. I'm more nervous about the Philly's run line than I am about Musgrove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the leg. Yes. That's the leg I'm nervous about. That could be a problem too. Yeah, I hope you hit it. This would be great. This would be a great way to start the weekend. Give you all those units in there and do it. I'm that currently, way. I think I am since we started j- just the picks. I think I'm up weeks. like I'm up like two and a half. I'm up like two and a half units on the parlay. Betting it every Friday. Right. We've had it, I think we're on like four and six, four, nine, something four and nine or something like that. So I'm I'm hitting it basically once every four once weeks. A month. Yeah, I'm hitting this. So it's profitable. Okay. Uh, okay. NBA tonight. I'm laying the six with the Pelicans on the road at six and a half currently. Oh, geez. You're going to do this every day with this Pelicans. I love this team. <laughs> I, love I love this team. I'm on their team total over bet them in the first week against the Nets one here against Charlotte. I love this team. Why is this line only six? Oh, it's on the road. And yeah, it's on the road and oh, Charlotte, shit. Charlotte, it's whipped. seven. It's circa in their it's first game. Flying. Charlotte whipped the Spurs. Lay it. Lay it. Pelicans are going to be a fun team to bet on for a while. The book's not going to know. Yeah, it's under seven, I think. Lay it. It's six and a half in a lot of places, boys, but Circus already at seven. If you want to play this thing, don't lay more than seven. I don't I don't think it just because crazy stuff happens with the dribble out. True. So lay six. Pelicans six. Boston and Miami. The number opened up at 216. It spiked to 220. I don't know where it is right now, but two nineteen. I bet the under two twenty last night. These two teams have gone under fifteen of twenty one games. Wow. Okay. And they play each other a lot. Yeah. This and is Boston scored a lot of clusters, right? I mean, it's yeah. Both teams Boston are- scored a ton. I, I I totally understand that Boston scored a lot, and yeah. so did Miami in their first game. So people are like, "Ooh, betting the over on this." But when Boston plays Miami in Miami, Boston one doesn't play very well. <laughs> right. And two, Miami plays defense when they see Boston. <laughs> like they yeah. lock down. All right, I'll buy this nonsense. I'll I'll, I'll bet it. I think okay. you're right. I think you got a good number too, so that's good. Tampa, Florida tonight in hockey. Over six all and over a half. The board here. This is crazy. I have to change odd screens like <laughs> three times. Different sports. All this shit. We didn't even get to the UFC. I will. We'll you got UFC plays too. 
Yep. Or are you going to go to the Discord channel tomorrow for that? We'll do that. Yeah, we'll do we'll do Discord later. Okay. We're, we're, it's on on the run. On the run. I haven't made. I've not. I I want to wait for weigh-ins, which just happened. But Makachev to win in the main event, I think happens. I think. Did you say wins. Tampa over? Yes. Would you lay? Would you? Minus one twenty-five. <laughs> it's minus thirty-five now. Okay. I can't wait to see somebody's going to go to six and a half over minus one forty rather than go to seven. Boy, oh boy. If I if I ever get back in a room, I'm going to be like, all right, look, I'll work here. But if you sell me this bullshit that we ain't going to seven on hockey games, I ain't working here. That's it. We got to go seven. No yeah. one's at seven on the country around on nope. the screen. Not on no that one. game. Wow. They won't so wild. Last over year, thirty-five. Last year, the two games in Tampa didn't just go over. Either oh, team, man. either team covered it themselves. Tampa scored seven goals one time at Florida. And Florida scored nine goals one time against Tampa in Florida. Damn, son. By themselves. Vasilevsky has not looked good so far this year. And it, it, they're waiting to see who which goaltender is going to play. It may be the backup kid for for, uh, Tampa? for Tampa, who gave wow. up five goals in his first his only game he's played so far. He gave up five to Pittsburgh, lost the game 5-2. And then neither goaltender for Florida has been great. They've both, Bobrovsky and the backup, have both given up three goals each oh my yeah oh that's why they want to go over four three is the projected final for this game that's why they don't want to go to seven pierre just came in and said fandle seven overs plus 118 there we go so they went they They found under juiced boys i know you're listening to the show make it even money (laughs) so four three is the projected final in this game so he had just chimed in from Hawaii. I know it's early in Hawaii. Ooh. He was he had an early morning wake up call uh, for a meeting in Hawaii, but he's here accounted for. I've read his name before because I always call out Landon Higa every week. But beautiful, good job, Landon. You betting or booking this? Betting it. Come on. Okay. Oregon minus six and a half against UCLA. Bet it. Six and a half. Yep. We're supposed to get six. Talked about this. I'll get six too. Either or. All right, six. I, I mean, I don't that. think it matters. Six and a half under seven. I think we're good. Give me Syracuse money. If you give me a better number, I'll take it. I like it. K State plus three and a half against TCU. Not doing it. Although this is a good. Wow. I mean, this is a good bet. I'm going to book this one. I'm going to stick. Okay. Can't just roll over with every one of these that you give me. Although you've beaten this one down to me. This this one. This could be K, K- State's not signature win. This is just another like notch in their belt. It's a big one for them. Yeah. I'll, it's I'll it's, it's an announcement. If they win this game, it'll announce where K-State is. 100%. Lot. Clemson minus 13 and a half against Syracuse. I bet this on the air with us. Yeah, earlier in the show. That's right. Mm-hmm. We've done this before. Every once in a while, you, you do this where we have to get a number because it's moving fast. Yeah. Yep. Glad you did because it's painted 14 now. Caesars was the last one to move, and they did. Shout out to uh, the emperors there and everybody watching. Thank you, sir. People hit the like button while you're here. Um, bet it, bet it, bet it. Okay. Uh, Ravens minus six and a half against the Browns. Oh, this made the list. It's, it's I got to fight Tay Tay. No, not a bet yet because we changed it. So now I'm, I'm going to bet something differently. This I've not made this bet yet. This is just oh. one of those. I want to get your temperature. Divisional dog. Yeah. I just want to see your temperature on it to see how, how down are you on the Browns. I think they 
stink. They do. But this Ravens team, how are we laying six and a half? Because their offense with this Lamar. Game is trash, man. I'm taking the dog. I'll book okay. it. Okay. I don't mind it. And then my teaser, which I have not bet, but we're going to play around with it, was Ravens Bengals teasing them both down. Oh, I thought you were keying something to Monday. Oh, Patriots I will. That's personal. That's later, though. I, yeah, I'll do. I'll, I'll do my own. Oh, 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 oh. There's, there's a million. Not, people think that every one of these bets, everyone, every one of these bets on Friday doesn't make the podcast on Sunday. Some of these times, some of these are are are, are did fishing. Did we skip the buy the meat today? Yes, we did. Okay. Yes. All right. I just we, Trent Young we just said buy the meat. Buy the meat. Like you know, OmahaSteaks.com. Yeah, we just skipped over because we're too busy today. So we that's fine. We are busy. Sports Equinox. Well, um, Lauren, Lauren too. So we had football and a guest. It was like we were going to put two on. I was like, "There's no way we're putting two guests." No in. chance. Impossible. We do that. I've never done that do on a Friday show. Yeah, like we have um, three hours, four hours. So, does the money line parlay pay more than this? Do, do, can, type in a money line parlay right now between the the Ravens and the Bengals. Because this might be a better bet. Just doing money line parlay. No, there's no way. It's minus 300 on the Ravens. Yeah. Minus 300 combined. Minus three and minus three comes to what? Minus, minus 129. One. Okay. What's your teaser? Minus 125. You filed, You got six-point teasers where you're laying a quarter? Yeah. Circa, oh. does it. Circa does it for minus 125. Well, that's for people that don't have access to places like Circa that you can get minus 125. The money line parlay pays a little bit better. A little bit better. Yeah. I mean, Circa is 125. 140 is the Westgate, which I still want to yell at them every time I see that. Uh, what else? I think Stations is minus 130. Um, minus 130 has got to be like the peak for me. Like that's, I mean, that's my know, peak for everything. Minus 130 is my peak for props. Minus 130 is my peak for teasers. It's my peak for I money line. Like minus 180 if I know the line should be minus 400. Okay. But like in fighting, I'll lay the line. Fighting is the only difference. Fighting, yeah. You, you've done yeah. that before. Yeah. yeah. I'll lay it with fighting. That's the only time I'll lay it with fighting. <laughs> Sonic, our researcher, head of, one of our head of researchers in the chat just came in and said, the Omaha Steak Searing Hot Take of the Day, Matt Peralt skips the Searing Hot Take of the Day segment. Discuss. <laughs> Pretty good. I uh, can't just, wait to meet just, you. Just for the record, I bought the meat last night. I, I went, t- typed in the promo Did code. You? It works. Yep. Man. Meat. Cooking out at Farrah's house, my man. Farrah, can you cook? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Confident. I knew he could. Confident. I knew he could. Dude, I, I mean, I, I just grew up with like that, you know, tailgating, whatever, but yeah. in, in the South. But yeah, I can. I, I'm pretty Ooh. good, and and I worked in restaurants right. for a long time. But yeah, there you go. right there we go. If you if you want a UFC play, okay. Oh boy, here we go. Parlay. I just, I just think you go chalk on the three main fights. Chalk, chalk, chalk. Sterling, Makachev, Yan. Chalk, chalk, chalk. Yep. I just think you go. What's go it chalk. pay? What's it plus two thirty plus two thirty eight? It's going to be an interesting afternoon if it comes like that. Well, I mean, it's just that, what it is. Uh, that one for the book. Listen, so look, I've had the Dodgers bullets when they roll into the favorite to the favorite to the favorite. And like you, some people put two fights to go with those three. Yeah. I've sweat I, that last fight for a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. Fun. Cause look at Peter Yon's minus 265 against Sean O'Malley. 
Uh, people like O'Malley potentially to pull an upset here, but I just think Petra Jan is uh, O'Malley's never faced anybody in the same category as Jan. It, it's it's a it's a big height differential. So the big worry is the length of O'Malley. Can he keep Jan at distance and strike? But I Isn't don't think O'Malley, that dude with like the throw that has that one punch power, like he yeah. knocks people to fuck out. Yeah, and Peter Jan is a fire hydrant. I mean, like punching a fire hydrant. Mm. The dude is a brick house and he's he fought the best of the best and he's an angry son of a bitch. Oh, so this could be a mismatch in class. Like, I don't think I'm, I, I, Mally ran his mouth. He wanted, oh, he asked for this boy. fight. He, wa- no. I, I think he gets his face broken. I really broken? Think he, I think Jan is going to beat the living shit out of Sean O'Malley. I really, I think this is it. I think this is the end of the sugar show in terms what? of him being. I think of him being a legitimate top-level contender in the UFC. No. I think there are levels to everything, and there's a level for Sean O'Malley. But we saw we saw Connor when Connor stepped up and it went up against a different level of competition. What happened to him? You know, against Nate in the first fight. I, I just think uh, as long as Jan doesn't get caught on the way in, which could happen. Okay, it's fighting. So right. if he he gets caught in the way in and Sean right. clips him because he's right. longer and he and he but if Jan gets inside, I think he breaks him in half. Really? I, I think I think he becomes a stick and he just goes crack on on O'Malley. And I cannot wait to watch that fight. Of all the of all three fights, that's the fight I'm the most curious because it's gonna put my my UFC handicapping skills to test. Because I don't think O'Malley is anywhere near Petra Jan in terms of talent. Damn. So that's a, that's a money line win. Aljamain Sterling against TJ Dillashaw gives me a pause. It's the one leg of that parlay that gives me pause. And I go, Oh boy, because TJ, I'm not, I've questioned Aljamain Sterling like crazy. And I've said, I don't buy it. I don't, I, he was lucky to win the fight from Jan. Jan was disqualified with the knee. That's how he got there. He came mm-hmm. back and beat him in the in, in the rematch. That surprised me because I was on Jan then. So I've been wrong on, on Sterling. So I'm going to say, all right, against Dillashaw, go show me. TJ's had his problems. DJ, TJ's been nicked up at times, yeah. testing positive for roids and everything else. So that's, that's a leg that worries me a little bit. If you take out, the Sterling and just do a Jan and Makachev parlay. That's plus one eighteen. It's a little safer, I think. Plus one eighteen if you want to be a little more safe, because I do think that Makachev's going to win the main event against Charles Oliveira. You must remind me tomorrow huh? at around ten o'clock. Just say turn the UFC on. Text okay. me, please. Well, the people put it on chat or put it. On, it's going to be, I guarantee I just, you we'll have the, I, my gut tells me that the pick of the, uh, the discord bet is going to be a UFC bet tomorrow. Borov, Jay Dow, everybody's saying Dillashaw, Dillashaw, Dillashaw. They're See, worried about I mean. Dillashaw. They're worried about I, Dillashaw. I, I just, I just told you that that's the leg of the three leg parlay that we concern me the most is Dillashaw to upset Aljamain Sterling. And that's why you can pull it out and it's a plus 118. I'll admit it. I mean, I have questioned, I've been betting against Aljamain Sterling. So it normally what happens to me is when I'm betting against a fighter and then I bet on them, they get beat because I was right and they just took me three fights to get right. So I'm not going to push back on any of their opinions on, on TJ Dillashaw. He's live. A hundred percent. He is live to win the belt back. The company would prefer it to be quite honest. And the company would prefer to have Dillashaw be the champ. It's got a bigger name, bigger fan base. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why Sterling's, is he such a big dog? Because he's older. Sterling's oh. the Sterling's the okay. favorite. Okay. I mean, I mean Sterling's the champ. I mean, Aljamain has been the champ. Has defended his, you know, belt a couple times. Okay. So now I gotta great. watch. I gotta watch this sh- stuff during the day, along with the football. Yeah, you. Got I'm to. not gonna get a damn thing done tomorrow. Oh no, Nothing. me neither. Yeah, Nothing. Be, they beat Petra Jan back to back. Beat Sandhagen. That's that's the last fight for Dillashaw. Dillashaw's average fight time is twelve twenty eight. Sterling's average fight time is thirteen twelve. In a five round fight, I mean, they, they, probably, but the over is going to be so juiced. Four and uh, a half overs minus two hundred. Yeah. See, okay. Yeah. I just yeah, over is going to be so ninety ju- minus ninety five minus two hundred. Yeah, like the, I the, mean, the, the decision the, is it that this fight's going to a decision. Like, if you want to add the fight going the distance, if you want to add that into the parlay to make it a plus two twenty nine, and don't worry about the who wins on the score on the cards, you can do that. Fight to go all five rounds. Take Makachev, Jan, and the fight to go the distance between Sterling and TJ Dillashaw. Dude, we you, should do a Dillashaw? watch party for a UFC thing. The boys are lighting this up. Akbar's chiming yes, in. They're Even all my Bravo people. Camp. They're all my people. Jake my Galper. People. Yes. Chef Benny's gonna Chef Benny is gonna be down there tomorrow at the circa. All my people. They all we, we know what's up. Hell yeah. Damn. Betting on the UFC better. I've told people for the longest time, people always sleep on it. They're always like, yeah, no one bets the UFC. No one cares. Bullshit. It's happening, man. I just, dis- I disagree. I was like, I'm telling you right now, people like it. People watch it. People it's, it's fun to bet mixed martial arts, period. I don't bet much Bellator. I do once in a while, but it's fun to bet UFC. It's fun to bet MMA fights. People love it, man. I saw it the last five years in the room. I kept saying, we got to offer more stuff. We got to offer more stuff. Why? I said, people like this. Yep. And especially them three-round fights. I mean, it's 15 minutes. You got a result. Man, I I forgot about that, that TJ got knocked out by Cejudo in 32 seconds back on the 19th. I forgot about that. Goro said he'd be worried about the Iaho sub. Oh, stop it. Stop throwing out names of submission moves, people. <laughs> I'm not worried about one submission move. All submission moves, maybe. But in a grappling exchange on the mat, you can't worry about one type of move. Akbar says TJ's in the best shape of his life. Is that true? He always is. And is it chemically enhanced again? That's the problem with TJ Dillashaw. Really? For this, for the, yeah, he got the belt stripped because he got caught. He's back in the ring? Or in the octagon, yeah. or whatever. Served a oh. suspension, and he's back. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. TJ is it's unfortunate, but TJ's got a lot of baggage for a lot of reasons. But Aljamain's it, it's a good fight. I mean, it really is. It, it's three. The three fights are really, really good. It's, it's an unbelievable UFC. It, not all. I, I don't always say this that UFC pay per views aren't always worth the money. This is worth the money. This card is a hundred percent going to be awesome. This is good news for everyone yeah. except the Consig house because they're going to be like, where's daddy? He's locked in his room watching fighting, football, and everything else. Even, even, even Darush against Gamrot's a hell of a fight. That fight's great too. Main card. There's five fights on the main card that are fucking unbelievable. All five fights are awesome on the main well, card. I mean, I just scan the lines every week when when I would you know, go in 
Because I was off Monday and Tuesday when I would come in, the lines were already up most of the time. And I, I would, the first thing I would do would scan the card. And if as long as there was only one or two $2 favorites or more, it was a good card. Yeah. You know, it drew a lot of action. I just did it right now. I just did exactly what I used to do every week when I went in the risk room. And I just scanned the card. I mean, there's a 260, a 210, a 215. Okay. And then there's only one 320 and everything else is less than $2. That's great. Yeah. That's action, baby. The prelims, the best prelim fight. Nothing really jumps out at me. Oh, Sean Brady's fighting. Mohammed's fighting Brady on a on a pre the main event of the prelim. Wow. Dana's given the he's given the sheiks a lot. All right. This is Dana. This is Dana White giving the Abu Dhabi giving, folks. He's giving the sheiks what they want. Yeah, he's giving them he's giving them an absolute banger of a of a card. Holy shit. You gotta give the sheiks what they want, baby. Man, that Mohammed Brady main event in the in the prelim, the, the main event of the prelims, don't miss that fight. That fight's gonna be awesome. Mohammed hey. against Brady, that fight's awesome. That's a great fight. That's gonna be a lot of fun. That's that hell yeah. Anik's gonna have some moments. John Anik's gonna have a fun night. He's gonna have fun, he'll have a fun call. Gotta get Anik back on the show. Early in the morning for them, man. It's actually middle of the night for them. The card is, is, is like, it's a, it's a middle of the night card. It's part of the handicap. It's weird. Oh, their time is all messed up. Yeah. So we see it Saturday morning here. It's really Saturday night there, middle of the night. Um, They're so, a whole day ahead. We're like 12 hours, 14 hours ahead. Yeah, because like right now it's 1122 p.m. Oh, so okay. Wow. Um, the main the main event going off at one o'clock our time is middle of the night. One o'clock in the morning there, or, yeah, or midnight, yeah, yeah. It's the middle of the night over there. Okay, they're eleven hours ahead of us here in yeah. Vegas. So it's <laughs> don't do the math. You're not good at the math. I'm reading. I'm I'm reading off my phone. It says eleven hours. Abu Dhabi is eleven hours ahead of where we are. Not hard. <laughs> Guys, hit the like button, subscribe, hope phenomenal weekend. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning, eight o'clock in the morning on the Discord. We're not channel. doing the best thing about today. It's oh, it. it's sorry. Best, best thing about today. Sorry, it's 1223. Best thing about today is what? Go ahead. I'll be fast. Sorry. Yes, go ahead. It's just, it's, oh, I know you got something to say, so I'll keep yes, it okay. quick. Thank best you. thing about today. I know your best thing about today is about music. So my best thing about today was music as well. Cool. I wake up, I roll over and, you know, get up stretch, go to the bathroom, do all stuff and come back and check my phone. And there's a tremendous site that I'm following now that plays old school videos of different things. And okay. today was Cameo Candy. And I just loved that song, but I loved Cameo because it was the first cassette that I ever bought in my wow. life. Do you know what mine was? What? Yes. I need the year. Uh, 86, I believe it was. Uh, was it rap? Clo uh, well, that was the R&B. Uh, that was the second one. Second one was rap. Something Public Enemy? No, that was my fourth one. Getting close, though. <laughs> Doing well. You're in the right genre. The first record I think I ever heard that was like my own was the Sugar Hill Gang. I can't get enough of that song. Slippery When Wet. Bon Jovi. Oh, wow. Okay. So second one was License to Kill when they okay. called it License, License to Kill. License, Beastie, right. Beastie, Boys Beastie Boys had to change it to License to Ill. Right, right, right. right. But, but but it was License to Kill initially. When Do you I remember where I, you got it? 
Strawberries music. There was there were stores, people, listen, kids. There was a <laughs> store where you went and you just bought tapes or Strawberries records. Music, yeah. They place they were called like places like Strawberry Music. <laughs> I went to a place called the National Record Mart, which for people in Pittsburgh, that's where you went to get at the time records. They were Tower Records was that in Boston. Okay. So that tower was became a national chain. National Record yep. Mart was local, but it would then it became national and then it went out of business. But 33s were the big ones, 45s were the small ones. Then you went and got cassette tapes. So when we were talking about one time making tapes and starting tapes and making mixtapes for the girls and for the, you know, maybe get a title shot and all that stuff. You had to get tapes to put in a car to drive around. Cameo came out. He wore a hockey cup on the outside. He wore leather <laughs> suits and he wore a red hockey cup. And everybody was like, who is this guy? And I said, that's a hockey cup. Let me hear that. I heard it was magically transported to a different place. Word Up is his best song. Speck said that today. But Candy came up in this video, so I posted it, and I've gotten more responses today from posting this on Twitter. It just prompted a zillion conversations, and I said, this is amazing. We're all talking about different stuff in different places, but we all have a memory that it sparks. That's my favorite thing about today. Cameo, Candy. <laughs> now your turn. Uh I love what, what is interesting about my life is that I get to talk to so many different people because I don't fit in a silo. I've never fit in a box. I've always been all over the place. I've always been friends. Octagon minimum number of size of a box you'd fit in. Yeah. Eight I, size. I, I mean, it's I've got so many different yeah. people that I talk to and so many different people I've been friends with and different yeah races and sexualities and where they are and their lives and rich, poor, Same. you know, what yep. I mean, all different people. So like, I often laugh whenever something like Taylor Swift comes around and this comes out, people just can't understand this because they see me one certain way. Right. So they, they consume me for sports gambling content and that is it in a sports gambling contest. So then all of a sudden I start like ripping off all these different Taylor Swift things. And they're like, wait, how is this? Like, I don't understand. So I flip the script on a lot of people and they can't figure these things out because I'll be interacting with people on Twitter who are of like mind because they're like, wait a minute, how does Matt relate the same way that I relate to this artist or this person? And so my sister is 23 years old. I am closer in age to my own mom than I am my sister. Mm. My mom are 18 years. My sister and I are 23 years apart. So the way I connected to my sister growing up when she and I was gone for 12 years and she was growing up in Andover, Taylor Swift was how she and I got together and how we talked about over. I could do how many hours of time I've talked to my sister about Taylor. So I would listen to Taylor to, to have something to have a common ground with my sister. Yes. And so to then have a daughter who I would listen to Taylor Swift, but Madeline just naturally grabbed onto it. And she just, she has my ear. So the one thing that people always get freaked out by me is that I can listen to a song by like three or four notes and I'll tell you what it is like bang. And they'll be like, holy shit. It's just, I've listened to so much music in my life and it's what got me into mass media was wanting to go into music in the music radio. Yeah. And so when Taylor comes out, my I mean, Madeline purchased, I bought her the <laughs> album, pre-ordered it. She's been counting down to 10, 21. She called me last night, FaceTimed me and she was like, Hey, I, I'm coming. She comes to my house today for the week. And so she's like, Hey, 
you know, Taylor's album comes out. Like, what are we going to do? And like, I know at three 30, when she comes crashing through the door, the first thing she's going to say is daddy, put the, put the, put it on, put on Taylor Swift's album. How do you and even buy an album nowadays? You have to pre-order it. Like they mail it to you. Just be here tomorrow. So I have the, I have the MP3. I have the Spotify version. The, 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 the MP3 is out today, right. but the album itself was shipped. So it's a physical record. It's a vinyl album. You can still do that. Yeah. So I, I told you, I, I showed you, I guess you have in my house for a while. So the, I went, the, the, the record player looks amazing. Right. So I went to, I found, and I've heard it in the background during some yeah. of our phone <laughs> So I have, I went to in downtown Vegas. One of the coolest things about this damn town, when I love living here is because this town has so many different nooks and crannies and like you uncover something and you're like, this is unbelievable. Antique alley in downtown Vegas is this 5,000 square foot amazing place of all these antiques and you walk around. And so I found for 50 bucks, I found this incredible album, 1970s thing that has, it's meant for a record player as two sliders where albums slide in the record player goes on top. I went and asked the woman, how much is this? I thought she was going to say $300. She said 50. You want it? I go, I want it right now. Bought it right on the spot. Brought it home. You're so excited. I was so excited. I brought it home. <laughs> I got on the phone. I was I like, was, man, that sounds great. Here I he goes. So, happy. so I got, I, I quickly did a nice little, you know, I, I, I watched some YouTube videos about how to touch up furniture. And so I got this really cool rub, uh, completely <laughs> did the whole thing over. Right. Wait, went and bought this record player, had it shipped. I talked to our guy, Raheem Palmer, who was a former DJ. I'm like, man, right. where should I buy a record player? Gave me an awesome website, bought a record player bought two speakers off of it. The speakers are attached to the record player and their Bluetooth. So I can play MP3s through my phone on the speakers and play records on it without having a tuner, which is, a, which is like in the seventies and eighties, you'd have to have all three, you the record player, the tuner and the speakers, the whole now thing. they got rid of the tuner. So the, the nowhere near, and I can do wireless where I, I plug it. So I absolutely love the fact that I get to do this with my daughter and my sister, sister. I've been texting song lyrics back and forth all day today. We've been going back and forth talking which songs we like. And like, whenever I post on social media, I get the a DM from somebody about two or three DMS already. Are you okay? Like what? Like you're scaring me. What's what's going on? Like you, what's you actually, you? you're actually like into this. Like, you're not a 10 year old girl. Like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I've liked it for years. I understand it. I look at Taylor. I, I think the album's really interesting. I think it's really introspective. I think it's a very cool look at someone who in their early thirties living the way, the life that she has lived. And like, I don't do the whole like Easter egg thing that the diehards do. I don't look through album covers and pictures and things and posts, try to figure out what's what, right. but I respect this shit out of Taylor. I saw her for the first time when she was 16 years old and now she's 31. It's crazy to like to watch somebody grow up this, this way. Right. And have, have the connections. I was right. at the Foxborough stadium rain. If you're a diehard Taylor Swift fan, you know what the rain show she always references. I was front row with my sister for that at Foxborough. That was like an amazing, we always reference it and talk about it. And when Taylor talks about it, we always say like we were there, me and my mom, and my sister were there front row at Foxborough. It's crazy. Soaking wet. Poured. Are you okay? Dead serious. Are you all right? Are you all right? I'm like, no, are you okay? Like, I'm totally fine with I'm, who I am right. as a 45 year old male. I've never right. been, I, I, I don't fine. question yeah. it. I don't worry about it. You can wonder like, you know, <laughs> you, you, you're soft in the head. I don't like, that's on you. 
just my did album. a Tay Parlay. Yes. <laughs> Which I mean, I, I, if that hits, amazing. I'm going to be so excited if that hits. Tay Tay Parlay, I'm going to talk about for, for a week straight. We're clipping we're it. We're posting it every morning. Tay Tay Parlay. Uh, so good. So good. Like the show. Have a phenomenal weekend. Tomorrow morning, Discord channel, 8 o'clock Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. And then on Sunday, Pro Football Props with Spencer Limbach and myself on the front page of props.com, front site of the site. We will do parlays, trips a little bit too. We'll have some fun coming up here Saturday, Sunday. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Best of luck on your bets. Enjoy the Taylor Swift album. Padres. <laughs>